Welcome, welcome to the Hermit Style Podcast with your hosts Jimmy Bacon and Mike Runchuti, talking all about the Dragon Ball Super Card Game. Presented by Team TCG Mafia and produced by Lobat. Yo yo yo! What's up, everybody? Hermit Style Podcast. We are back. Today is a Tuesday. First time we've recorded on a Tuesday. It is April thirteenth. Uh, we have fantastic news. Mike is back, ladies I and am gentlemen. Back, yeah, I'm back, y'all. Uh, sorry about being gone for a while. Uh, new work schedule, getting adjusted to teaching in the building, uh, and then I had some crazy life stuff going on. So real, real crazy. So you know, I just. It's been a lot, but uh, I'm back though. Um, we're gonna record today, and we should be recording on weekends moving forward until Jim gets a new work schedule. Yep. So I got my uh, custody situation where now, like, I my weekends are settled in a way that I know it's gonna go the same way every weekend versus up and down roller coaster weekends, and not knowing what's going on. So that's good, man. I'm excited. Uh-huh. You're back. Every, everyone's been missing you. Yeah, I, say, <laughs> I, I see people in Discord like, "Where's Mike?" And I say, "But Giancarlo Selva, they did a good job, and then we had a little hiatus of us not doing anything for a little bit." But I'm back though. So I said, "I've been playing a lot though online still. Like I've been testing, and that's like been where my I guess all my f- leisure time has been going. Is I still play on I play on Untapped like an unreal amount now actually, and I actually hate Untapped normally." But everybody on MRG that I play test with, they all use Untap. So, and we just play in set thirteen anyways. So it's like you can't you can't play test the new cards on paper without having a million proxies, and that just gets messy. So, so uh, what you're saying is, also training about to be lit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, absolutely. I got a lot, of, got a lot of gyms. Nice man. Yeah, I've uh, I am just coming back from having a week off work. Oh, you are too, actually. Yeah, I had a week off work. I had the solid nine days. That's why uh, we both had a week off work. Did not hang out. Did not get a chance <laughs> to hang out with Jim at all. Didn't get to play in my Dragon Ball tournaments. The first one. The, that's, like, that's how you know Mike's life's been crazy. Yeah. You know, I didn't hang out with Jim at all for nine days straight. And then top it off, I was in the Saturday tournament. And round three, my girlfriend, she's like, oh, my sister and her, and her wife are here. And my cousin Tyann's here. And I can't watch MJ for you. So I had to drop. Uh, I was like, oh, you know, <laughs> so I can't, I can't play a tournament with MJ there with me. So I was like, okay, that sucks. But you know, that's p- daddy duties. Got it. Uh, Sunday played locals for the first time. It's only three rounds. You do quick locals, get over, get in and out, you know, have some fun. That went fine. Uh, Monday through Friday, I was supposed to go out of town. I had to go meet my lawyer. Uh, shit was just getting real hectic. And I was like, oh my God. Uh, and then I had to do date day because I hadn't took my girl on a date in forever. <laughs> so I was like, uh, just, that was draining in its own. And then come this, this Saturday, the PPG one crazy life stuff happens while I'm going to pick my son up, uh, missed the PPG tournament. So neg 40 bucks there. I was like, Oh my God. Mm-mm-mm. So, you know, unfortunate, but Every, everything's coming back to normal. Yeah, now. Everything, everything's getting back to normal, you know, get, got, got what I wanted uh, out of from the courts. Everything's good. Uh, getting used to teaching in the building again. Cause that's like, it, there's no kids, right? So it's just me and all the teachers in the building in our classrooms teaching virtually to the kids. And <laughs> so I don't have a window in my classroom. <laughs> Most teachers in this building don't cause this building was a bomb shelter. Uh, also it was built during the sixties. So it's like designed to be a bomb shelter and a school zero windows. I'm just in a cinder block room, all white 
with a, with a laptop in front of me. I feel like I'm in prison. I was going to say, it sounds like you're in prison. I'm like, this shit is terrible. It's like draining. I leave at three o'clock and I'm like, I just want to go to sleep. <laughs> it's funny. You brought that up about date day because, uh, I've thought about it a couple times in the discord too. It's like whenever I have a lot of dragon ball going on, I always try to plan something. Mm-hmm. So that way I get, I got to get my points up. Yeah. You know, I got to get my points up. So like when we were on a vacation, Bree got to go to all of the plant stores. Oh. We went to Anderson's. We went to Lowe's plant center with the home Depot plant center. I know, I know Bree went like to McDonald garden center. <laughs> we went everywhere. I know you hated that. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily I had the discord. She's so busy with her plants. She don't, she, she don't even bother with me there. She's doing whatever she does. So I just sit there on the Discord talking to people. <laughs> That's wild. I say Bree do love the plants. So she got the nice garden going in the backyard. Yeah, our garden is uh is it's like it's crazy right now, actually. Yeah, I, I peeked she, in there when we were sitting down eating. I was like, damn, there's a lot of plants out there. Yeah, she if you want fresh vegetables, bro, we got you. Is she's it, she's got fresh vegetables going to her grandparents, her parents, my parents, parents people at work. You know, I say hit Jimmy up to buy cards and he'll send you a tomato with it, you know? <laughs> Oh, shit. Let's get into news. News from the lookout. You know, I tried to do the podcast by myself because, because uh, <laughs> you know, you obviously had too much going on yeah. this weekend. So I was like, I'll just try and record the episode, put up Monday. And then when you said you could record today, I was like, okay, we just postponed it today. But I had already tried to record some of it. Yeah. Man, I was just, I was just reflecting on that because like, I'm so happy you're here because <laughs> that episode was not turning out well. <laughs> It's, it's like that point becomes like a seminar, right? You're just like talking to yourself. And uh, it's funny too, because then like you're trying to pace yourself, but because uh, I've done a lot of public speaking, right? Yeah. Like teaching martial arts and doing presentations and all different things. I mean, I, I, I'm in business management, so yeah. obviously a lot of presentations there, but you have people still you feed off mm-hmm. of, right? You see reactions. It's so weird just sitting here talking into a mic to yourself. I'm like, in my head, I'm like, am I talking too fast? Am I talking too slow? Should I keep, should I speed up? Was that break too long? (laughs) That's what's like virtually teaching actually. Is it? Because all the kids have their screen blacked out. Like it just says their names. And it's just me going over historical things or civics and economics with them. I'm just like, (laughs) do you even know what I'm talking about kids? (laughs) So I understand exactly going through right there. You're trying to do it on your own. It's terrible. I tried to record my lessons. So I I would actually have to like teach them. I just like record Mm -hmm. on my own. I said, oh, this is God awful. (laughs) I was like, uh, there's no way I'm doing this. I guess I will just have to be live on zoom with them instead of just sending them videos. <laughs> yep. It's, it's weird, man. It's real weird. <laughs> let's get into the news though. Uh, all right. So first biggest piece of news, we have a new sponsor, uh, pro mats. They used to be go under master Roshi's black room customs, I believe, but he's rebranding it is now pro mats because their mats are professional. They're they pro. Are. They're amazing. They are very nice mats. Uh, John Motter and, and also known as nameless in the discord. He always plays on one of those mats, and I'm like, damn, that's a nice ass mat. Mm-hmm. He gets but, compliments on it all the time, actually. Yeah. That's why he, I think he actually recommended that uh, you know we reach out to him because yeah. like, these nights, these mats are real nice. They are very nice. So he messaged me one time. He's like, "Are you looking for a custom mat? This guy does them." Because mm-hmm. I was looking for mm-hmm. one at one point, but then I got that hollow that Halloween spellground mat because Dalen wanted it. He was like, "Yo, can you get it for me?" I was like, "Yeah, I just play with one. I'll get you one." He's like, "Is it minty fresh?" Said, yeah, the guys are like a clean freak. He's it's minty fresh. Then Dale never hit me back, but I already paid the guy the money for it. I said, man, I got a Halloween spell ground now. <laughs> so now, you know, now I got to play on that mat when I'm around Dale just to rub it in. But right, I, right. I'm about to get one of those customs, though, because I will admit that mat that Nameless has, fire. And I was like, damn. Yeah, it is. 
kind of want that one. But then he has that one, so there's no point in having the same one as him. Well, good news is we got the Hermit style ones coming. Absolutely. So uh, we're going to be working with them to get a really dope design. We got some good feedback from the last time we tried to do Matt, so we're going to do it better this time. Yeah. Uh, make sure it's something more than what you guys want. Yeah, the last ones, they weren't bad, but I can see why people wouldn't want to play with my ugly mug on their mat, you know? <laughs> so this time we'll try to get some, like, you know, cool, cooler looking people on the mat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think we got some ideas going, so yeah. that'll be uh, to be announced. But definitely go check out Pro Mats. I'm going to have a thing in the Discord uh, probably tonight or tomorrow up with all their things. I'll have a channel. That way you can talk to them directly and all that good stuff, but. Definitely super stoked on that. Uh, let's see. Next piece of Hermit Style news. We have the Hermit Style World Tournament uh, May 8th. Mm -hmm. So make sure that you all get in there. Uh, this is the coolest prizing because you could go to a tournament and win money. Yeah. You can go to a regional and win some cars that you could buy. But for our tournament, you get to come on the podcast. That's true. <laughs> and it's a special event. You know, we have the winner gets to get on here. I thought it was real cool when they said they wanted to do it. And I was like, you know what? Go ahead and do it. That's, that would be exciting to be up here talking with somebody we don't normally talk to. That's right. Or That's maybe right. we do talk to a lot of people in there. So maybe somebody we do talk to often. Yeah, but re but regardless, knows? though, I thought it'd be cool to get a chance to be up here. And you also, on top of that, get a one of one custom metal leader designed however you like by Chris Anderson, Spiral Mali Graphics. I say that's my guy. I like Chris Anderson a lot. He does a good job. His uh, Android 21 and Android 16 uh, one he did, those are real nice. Uh, two of the guys at Locals have them and they play with them. Yeah. I was like, God damn, I messed up. They look get sweet, those. bro. I know. I know. So uh, he is uh, going to create a special one of one. It's going to have the Hermit Style logo on it, which, by the way, there's actually people who have been asking for the Hermit Style glasses on their leaders. Yeah, I know. They, they ask him for them. <laughs> and we're always like, no, <laughs> like you can't just use our logo like these. These our logo goes on these leaders for exclusive things yeah. like this. Vin has my baby one, actually. Oh, really? It was part of the deal when he got my when I got yeah. his invoker deck. I was yeah, like, yeah. damn, I've been playing with this regular ass baby without the shades. I miss the shades. <laughs> the shades are nice. It, it really sets off the uh, the the character because it's just like it reminds me of the dank memes guy when that was oh, a yeah. baby with the cigarette with the cigar hanging out. A hundred percent. I love that thing on it. It's hilarious. So yeah. But you will get a custom one made. It'll have the Hermit Style logo, and it's going to have Champion on it because you're the champion. Only, you're the champion. It's only going to first place, and another one will never be made ever. Nope. Doesn't matter. If someone else wins because I want that one. They can't get it. Nope, they're out. <laughs> There's only one that will ever be made. So that's super dope of Chris. And actually, uh, sneak peek in today's episode, we have a sponsor spotlight with Chris. Uh, so you guys will get to uh, hear a bit about Chris, what he does. Um, actually, drop some really cool information, and we have some cool giveaways coming up with him so stay tuned for that uh all right and then dragon ball news uh, uh sad news sad news ban list yeah master roshi got got gone. um a lot of people are like the you know they, they didn't deserve to get hit but if we rewind a format before everybody cried for it to be hit so i think it, this is either a late response from them for like you know going into set 12 we wanted it hit or they watch Devin Butterworth go, I'll Roshi get back bigger more and just stop people from playing the game, actually. I have. I See, now I have a different opinion, though. Here's what I think happened. You know how they did that Champions Champion Cup thing online? Yeah. So um, Brian Samuel won, mm -hmm. and he clapped everyone with Green Gotenks. Mm. They, I think that they, because they tried to really beef that up. I don't know if you watched the stream. I did not. I was playing. But the stream was insane. They put so much money and 
into like making this a quality stream. It was wild. They had different special effects that would come on when they had leader, the script, like when the leader would attack, there'd be like an arrow that would come across the screen. The screen would shake. They'd have a graphic of like the I character from Dragon that. Ball. Uh, They'd like shoot a fucking Kamehameha blast. It was, it was actually sweet. Uh, I must've messed up by participating in that tournament instead of watching this thing. Oh, like you could tell they had to sit down with each competitor and be like, here's where exactly we need to put your cards. Cause they had yeah. special effects. They would click based on the position of the card. That's dope. So it was really sweet, but they put so much into it. I think that they thought that this would be a much more, not that it wasn't respected because very quality players played in it, but there's still only eight players. Obviously they're all high class, but for the community, it didn't really come off. I think the way they wanted it to, I think they wanted it to come off of like the event of the year, you know, kind of thing. Um, And it didn't come off like that, but because they thought of it that way. They saw his deck. I think they like, saw his deck. That could definitely play a factor for I sure. I think I don't. That may not be the reason. I think I think that had to play a part. No, it definitely had to. I mean, I, I would admit that it had to play a part. If he was playing that card in his deck and he won, they definitely probably something's you know too good there. But like, I mean, we. I don't think dormant looping is an actual problem, right? Like, I personally don't think that. No, at I, least not currently. Not currently. I think that it could be in the future. I think bigger more looping and any other card they make like that for green. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. Yeah. Like. Yo, Devin's deck, his Clash Crew deck, literally was, I'm going to add back this big and more after I use it and just keep doing this to you people who want to play these giant cards. And just, he would like just scum his opponent out the game that way. Great idea. I would have never thought of doing it that like that. You know, he's just like, boom, got you. His leader has double strike. It's a 20K. He's just like pressuring you that way and you can't ever attack him. Like, that's not meant, the game was not meant to be played that way. No, no, no. And the, for as good as Roshi is, there are literally cards that do the exact same thing. Dr. Miu adds it back for two when you play it. Uh, Super 17 Power Distilled. You play him for four, right. but he adds back two cards and yeah. make your opponent discard two. Like, so on the surface, it seems like that card might be more powerful than actually using Roshi, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But the problem is Roshi's usable in the drop. But, I mean, I'm okay with the hit. Anybody who's upset about the hit, I'm also okay with your anger, though. You know, because sure. it should have been hit earlier if they were going to hit it. Yeah, and, like... If for whatever reason you pay the obnoxious amounts of money that green goes for when it doesn't do anything mm-hmm. in the meta, I can also understand it. Right. It's like if you just like playing green, right? Yeah, because green is... It took away one of your tools to stay kind of relevant. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was, it's bad. I mean, green cards are just dumb expensive. I don't understand why. I don't know, but they are. I'm, I sold all my... Every time I get a green staple card, like I come across one, I sell it immediately. I'm like, it's gotta go. I should have. I just, I'm a hoarder. Yeah, you hoard. I said I used to hoard, and now I've like gotten away from hoarding because I just think I'm gonna play baby feels for the good, rest of my right? life. Yeah, it feels. <laughs> it does feel good, and also I'm just like, you know, none of these decks are better than baby. So what am I doing with my time? But uh, and then the other hit was Hope of U seven, uh, going to one. That was. I don't know. I'm. I'm. That's stupid. It's zero or four to me. I don't think I don't like this putting cards to one and stuff like that. It's zero or four. All you do is make this card an SCR now. It's just another SCR in their deck. And honestly, they didn't need victory strike to win games. Like, I think that sells in. It was just a good of a win con in that deck. But if I go play this Goku on turn two, attack, attack, attack. You didn't lost three cards at your hand. You didn't lost three life. You're most likely down to four right here, right? Four or three. Uh, I have a four drop on board because it's definitely easy to put a four drop on board. There's numerous ways to do it in these decks. All right, play cells in attack. Likelihood you have a negate? Probably not high. 40K. Quad strike. Cobbled my hand out. All right, I'm at 65. You lost three cards from your hand. Good luck. It's the same thing, right? 
Yeah. So I'm just like, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't really think that it should, it should went to zero. Like who cares about the victory strike part to me? Like that part. I like, had a different take, but you've already convinced me otherwise. So <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I mean, like realistically, I, I'm saying this from experience and knowing you can do this. Like I've been playtesting this deck a whole lot because uh, when we were playtesting, me and all the MRG guys are playtesting and uh, somebody, Danny, he's playing the deck. It has a, has a hundred percent win rate with the deck. He ha- hasn't lost anybody. Wow. I was like, what the fuck? With it limited to one? No, no, no. When was it? Oh, okay, was okay. at four? That four. Okay. But like, you know, then we're like sculpting his hand. Like, you know, like, okay, let's, what if this was your hand instead? It would only had access to one and he's still just winning. So I'm like, damn, without victory strike, with just one of these, this could have been sell SCR. We like literally changing the scenario where the SCR is sell. It's like, this shit's broken. Like, so it should have been zero or you just leave it at four. It being at four is not the problem. Like it, it's, it's existence is the problem. Yeah. So now it's at one. If you draw it, you just steal a game. Now it feels bad, right? You just stole right. You just stole a game off of me. Like you shouldn't have even had that game. And now you just stole it off of me. And the Goku lineage deck should have been playing that card in the first place. Probably to be honest, like the, the Goku junior lineage deck mm-hmm. probably had no business playing that card. Uh, it's like not a bad attacker, but going neg two from my hand for it. It's like, uh, I don't know if I want to do this. Like when I could just go hide a mastery, kill you also. Right. right. Cause that deck has that capability much easier than the yeah, surge. I, think, cell I agree with you. Hide a mastery should probably be the line for that. Yeah. So that's why I'm just like, uh, I don't know if that would actually even matter than that deck like that. So I think it should have went to zero or left at four. It being at one just makes, creates a feels bad situation where your opponent draws the shit and you're just like, and you're like, damn, and you're like, damn, I guess I just got got. And like, I mean, you're going to see people still try to play victory strike with it because obviously it's victory strike. You have one, not, not graded like a plate, like a played one. You yeah, want to play you it. Pl- you want to play it. But Cell Zeno gets the job done. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> you know, oh yeah. Cell Zeno is just better at this point. Yeah. It's hundred percent just gets the job done. Like there was a time where we were playing the deck current list. Like now how the band list is now literally, I was like attack, pop your card with the effect instead of t- taking a card with your hand, play surprise attack Frieza. All right, man. <laughs> like, why is this even a thing? So now I had another crit attacker, and I was like, "All right, sells in It's just, it's too easy. I, I feel like it's just too easy. So, yeah, I agree. I was, I was, uh, I was gonna have a different take that I thought it was fine, but I agree. So it's been zero or four. I mean, the, to the point where you could go to the Goku into the pan, right? On turn, right, like, right, like right, the, right, And then have the two, the five, and the five on the board, and play a Goten, like play right. Grandpa going to Goten, and then do it from there. Also, yeah. Like it's just so many ways you can do it. It's just. So Zeno literally does the exact same thing, except it can be countered. But what is the chances you counter on turn two, turn three? What are your chances? They're slim. We know they're slim already because Sin Shinron exists. Sin Shinron Aggro already exists as a thing. Most time people don't have a counter and they see that coming every single time. And it discards zero cards to your hand. Gives you every card from your life to your hand for the most part, except the one off Rage. Yeah. So again. And the one off the H-Drop Rage when they. Yeah, yeah, when they get the big Rage out. So I didn't get two of them, but this deck's going to take more than two away from you. So. Yeah, I agree. Um, and then, well, the the re- more irrelevant part of the ban list, Toa gets eroded to add the word auto. Yeah, I say, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what, what what would happen if it didn't have auto up there. I don't I don't get what the card was at that point. Yeah, maybe someone can tell us that's better at the rules processing. Yeah, I say I, I just don't get Actually, what it was. Maybe, maybe Slammers, if you're listening. I don't know if you've seen the Discord, the rulings questions. Slammers goes in there. Shout out to you. He people want Discord shout outs. He, people will answer a rule and then he will go in and quote every single part of the rule book that applied to every single part of that sequence of the pe- part that people are asking about and then explain 
how each part of the rules triggered. I like this guy. And I, I got some questions. It's for actually fantastic. He's actually very, very knowledgeable. Joey P just told me today. So I need to actually talk to slammer slammers contact me. Joey P just told me that this ruling that I'm like, there's no way it actually works that way. But I haven't, I normally ask Eric Thompson cause he's like pretty good at the, all the ruling stuff, but I haven't asked him yet. So I'm, I'm going to see what slammer says. Then I'm going to test it with Eric also <laughs> and see and if slammers and Eric have the same plot twist. He is Eric. <laughs> yo, that would be insane. Like I'm, I'm going to share with you. Joey told me that if Topo is the last card in your hand, you don't have to discard a card to get the effect. That sounds crazy. I thought I've always thought you had to discard a card to get the effect. I did too. But he's like, nah, it says you don't have to discard a card to get the effect if it's the last card in your hand. I'm like, something seems off here. So if Slammers can explain to me why with the rule book, that'd be great. So Slammers, when you hear this, please contact General So in the Flesh in the Discord. <laughs> but, uh, and then the other piece of Bandai news is they push back the release date of, yep, uh, yep, yep. of set 13. I personally am extremely saddened by this news. I've been playing set 13 for like the past month. Like as they revealing the cards I'm playing, this I'm playing the set. I'm like, yeah, this is such a good set. And uh, I'm just kind of, now I'm always tired of set 12. That's wrong. I'm not, never tired of Dragon Ball. I'm kind of exhausted though of just the set 12 playing. There's a big event going down in Cocoa, Florida, the gamers 6K that I wanted to go to in May, May 8th and 9th. Yeah, same day as the world tournament. Yeah, I wanted to, I wanted to go to it. I had all the intent of going to it. Uh, Cause I also don't play in the hermit style tournaments. I feel like as the as a co-host, yeah, I, no, we we won't play. We won't, in them. we won't we won't play in them. If anything, maybe if we're bored, we'll jump in a local and give you the win if we play, yeah. just for fun, or if we have an odd number sometimes. Yeah, but I don't want to play when there's real prizes on the line and no, stuff like no, that. No, no, that's no. I feel like that's I feel like that's a what you call a conflict of interest. Yeah. So I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. And it's not for us. Yeah, it's not for us. For it's for all the Discord and all the listeners. So. Now, I was going to go to this tournament, you know, I, my boy Jerry said so I could stay with him. I was like, oh, this is perfect. I'm looking at the flights. Frontier got a, a decent flight, not time-wise, but price-wise. I was like, all right, cool. I'll pull this off. I'll fly on Friday, leave on Monday at this shitty time, but it'll be all right. But now it's like set 12. I'm like, I don't want to go play another set 12 tournament. Like, I I'm feel that. Playing, playing these two regionals coming up. There's two more regionals coming up. I'm playing in both of them. Uh, that's set 12. Yeah. And I'm just like. I'm just exhausted of it. It's just like, hey, man, I don't want to travel for set 12. I want to travel for set 13, show some spice. You know what I'm saying? Show all the hard work I've been putting in with set 13, show it off. And I can't even show it off down there. So, like, now it's looking like a 5% chance I go. I know that's, like, a real weird mm. number to put it on because there is still a chance I go because I do want to hang out with my boy Jerry and Cam and my boy Jay Degendorf. You know what I'm saying? I got to meet Jay. Jay. Jay's, Jay's one of our Discord guys. I, I love Jay. Jay Jay's is the, actually the OG. Yeah, Jay uh, is our first member. He was our first. He actually helped me test out all the settings in the Discord. Yeah, see, I, I want to go kick it with Jay. So the, uh, there the, is a 5% chance I get there. Chief of security mm -hmm. in the commie house. I say, so it's possible, but it's just, I've got, I wouldn't be going for playing. I would be going for uh, hanging out with people and stuff yeah. like that. For so sure. at that point, I might as well just go over to Florida to hang out and not play. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Maybe I commentate or something. I don't know. There you go. Get that hermit style plug up there. Yeah, see, I, I'll, I'll talk to Jerry and then see what's up. But uh, is there um, any other news? Nope. That's it. We, nope. can, uh, we can get into the main topic. Turtle School Weekly Focus. All right. So before we get into this too much, we're going to do like a state of the meta episode. Um, you've had quite a few tops with baby. Yeah. Um, we've talked about a bit about Miami Invitational when Jordan was on. Yeah. Uh, that you talked with baby. And then um, 
But I, you then topped the regional. I topped the first card of Magic Regional. Yep. I was at table two in the last round, and uh, Johnny Teo was my opponent. And Johnny Teo is my former team captain, actually, from El Topo Loco. And uh, we just drew. Um, you know, we didn't play the game. We just drew. Uh, everybody's like, you should have played. I said, nah, man, Johnny's my boy. There's no reason to play. Yeah, yeah. Don't want to fuck nobody over in prizing right here. I right. Get, he could have beat me. Maybe he's playing Dark Broly. I, I'm definitely favored in the matchup. Mm-hmm. But anything happened in life, right? So it's like, sure, he could have won. But I'd rather just draw because I like Johnny. So why won't we just draw right here? Right. So we drew, and I ended up getting, I think, what, ninth or tenth place? Something like that. Right behind Jim. I don't remember what it was. Uh, You were, so it was actually sweet because you were ninth. I was tenth. And then eighth was Johnny. Yeah, eighth was Johnny. Um, and then, but what was even cooler was then eleventh and twelfth were Sublet and Armando. So literally eighth through like twelfth or thirteenth was all homies. That's pretty dope. Yeah. So you know, like I definitely could have made top four. I believe I was at table two. I was in position to make it if I had just beat yeah. Johnny, but we didn't play. So I was also in position too, and then I got that draw. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Oh my god, I was so mad. Um, but. But that that was that was cool. And, you know, I I've played baby in all of them. Technically, the ones like I sleeve up, I play my three rounds. I've played baby in all of them, but I haven't actually played. Um, so I hopefully I can get more tops with baby coming. I think it's the best deck in the format. Uh, you know, I'll go over why I think it's the best deck in the format. And once we talk about all the decks, once we get like the meta analysis, yeah. how things are doing. When we uh, get baby, we can get more in detail. Yeah, and I, I can, at this point, I think I can get pretty detailed with every deck now. I I play all these decks so routinely now, right. so like I'm, I'm I think I got a good enough grasp on all of them on why they're doing well, why they would do bad, and like stuff like that. I'm pretty sure I got it. All right, well, why don't we just jump in? Um, so state of the meta. What I did, I took all results I could find. Um, I split them out between best of three and best of one. So for best of three, we have events like the, and it was just anytime I found the topping list, I just mm-hmm. throw them in this. Uh, so best of three, we've got things like the PPG finals event, um, the one case that have happened, um, the PPG online event, which honestly, I don't even know what that was, but it was on there. So I threw it in. Oh, it's probably the uh, online qualifier for worlds. They were doing a bunch of those things. Yeah. I didn't even know about them. I don't know. I mean, we, we're quali- Well, you're not qualified. I'm qualified. I don't think you're qualified for worlds. Are you qualified for worlds? No, I don't think no. so. I didn't really care about it. No, it's not. It's, it's a it's a money sink, but I'm gonna play yeah. this one. <laughs> yeah, the the money sinks or whatever. I I wasn't even gonna play in the finals event just recently that happened. Um, yeah, you did text me. You made the right decision. I was like, yeah, I texted if, Mike and said you you made the right decision. I was like, yeah. if only he knew, I didn't make a decision. Yeah, here. yeah, yeah. Sadly, <laughs> but um, yeah, the the finals event for me did not go well. <laughs> I uh, had a round one by round two. I played reboot Gohan. That's free. Uh, round three. I play red Broly and game one. He just nuts on me. I didn't know what the hell was going on. I never actually played the matchup with baby. Yeah. Deca disappeared in the format by the time you started. Yeah. Playing it, it disappeared when I was playing it. So I never even thought to even prepare for red Broly. Uh, not that I didn't think of it, but like I just haven't had the time to the best. Yeah. What what you'll see how many different decks there are in the format. You can't prepare for everyone currently, unless you play an insane amount like Mike. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a play insane amount, and also I've been playing baby the whole since the beginning. So like right. all the decks, like I see them. I just jumped in late because yeah. I was like, yeah, Mike, Mike, Mike figured this out. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually said it on the last episode. I was like, I was like, yeah, I, I didn't put any work into this. Mike did all mm-hmm. the work, and then I just stole it. <laughs> yeah, that's, what, that's what I'm here for. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's what it's all about. Mm. Uh, so. Yeah, I lose to Red Broly. Game two, 
Uh, I was like 5K short or something. I don't know. Mike's got to explain it to me. I'm sure I just wasn't doing it right. Uh, next game, I play against... Who else did I even win against? I don't even remember. <laughs> I won against someone. I don't remember what it was. Uh, and then I play Mecha. Oh, my God. I was so mad about this Mecha game. I got played like a fiddle. This man knew what he was doing. He had played this matchup clearly plenty of times. <laughs> I knew what I was doing. I thought I did. And he had this spicy tech. And I said, what the fuck is it? So I'm playing, right? He taps out on this one turn. Mm. And he's at two life when he taps out. Yeah. I was like, oh, you're fucking dumb. I have baby hatch in my hand. Game over. So then, I, And then he has a wide board, right? And a big hand. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'm going to let you waste some hand. I'm just going to play this Gohan, mm -hmm. and I'm just going to bait you, right? Yeah. So I play the Gohan. I'm sitting there. He's like, attack, negate, attack, revenge, big bang, keep my hand up. So we get to where we're about even in hand size. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, he's only going to attack one more time, right? Because mm -hmm. uh, I, I can feel him. Like, you know when you're playing baby, you kind oh, of feel yeah. out your opponent. You know they're going to stop. Yeah, you know, but you can kind of decide. Like, you kind of know when, when they're going to stop. So I was like, okay, he, he's going to attack one more time. I know he's going to attack one more time. So I was like, this is when I baby hatch him. I've got the fucking unison on board with like six markers. I've got my golden, uh, ape. golden ape in hand. Okay. I He can't even final flash me because he's <laughs> tapped out. He's got to take a life, go to one when I attack him on baby hatch. There's nothing this man can do to me. Yeah, it's over. It's free. Free. I've got three super combos in my hand. I was like, oh my God, I'm about to just, this man is in for a world of hurt. <laughs> so he swings, right? Yeah. Like, I look him right in the eye of my webcam. <laughs> Baby hatch. I'll just let a fucking negate go. You know, I don't need yeah. this negate anymore. I'm going to win. He goes, okay. Uh, remove these three battle cards, play Belmod, pop it. I said, what the hell just happened? That's wild. I said, what in the world just happened? I said, let me read that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was man. like, uh, because I even took a life. Yeah. I was like, I just want this card in my hand to combo. Yeah. Oh mm. my God. That's rough. He obliterated me. I literally killed myself. Yeah. I let that happen. Yeah. Oh my God. I was so angry. I don't even remember what happened the next game. I think I was so upset. I just lost. Maybe, I don't know. I don't, maybe we went to game three. I don't remember. So he just, can tell me. Just tilted I was, out. <laughs> I was, I tilted. At that point in the tournament, I was done. Uh, I already wasn't having a good time. And then, uh, I play Ritzy in the last round playing Red Broly again. I said, what the fuck? Why is everyone playing Red Broly? This deck is supposed to be gone. It, that deck is, in my opinion, that is the worst meta-relevant deck. It is awful. I agree. Like, playing that deck is either for one of three reasons. One, you bought the deck when the prices were high and you just won't let it go. Two, you don't know how to play anything besides the aggro deck and you reboot Gohan is in your style. Or three, you're a real degenerate. <laughs> you're just like, hey, man. If I got I, it, I'm going to fuck I, you if, up. Exactly. And you're not prepped? If, you're like, if I can Exodia draw this thing every time, I say it's like, you know, the five cards from Yu-Gi-Oh! and auto win the game. There is a hand, there's a hand like that in Red Broly where no deck can just beat that hand. I And no deck. Chances of drawing it, very slim, though, to be honest. I think it's like a geometric calculator. Like, I remember last time someone told me, I think it was like around like 20-something percent that you get it. So that's a very low percent of games. Yeah, one out of five. Yeah, but I guess if you run hot and you hit you it. run hot. You yeah. hit it in the matches where you need it, 
And then your opponent just breaks in one of those matches. And you, there's, I mean, there's also plenty of matchups that Red Broly can just, just clap because oh, yeah, it's yeah, Red Broly. Yeah, there's a, there's more than enough matches where you're like, yeah, my Red Broly deck's just good enough on its own. So hopefully in the tougher matchups, I draw well. And, mm-hmm. and then the other yeah. ones, I just cruise through easily. Yeah. So I play Aritzi. Round one, I, or game one, I win. Um, game two, he sided in a bunch of mice and stuff like that, right? No, I don't even know what he sided in. I don't remember. Game two, I'm trying to remember how I lost. I lost somehow. I don't remember what happened. Um, like I said, I probably just messed up. I don't know how to play against Red Broly. Did you charge a three on three? Yeah. Yeah, you lost. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't. Oh, so when you're playing baby and you're on the and you're on the draw, uh-huh. you cannot charge the three on three. Oh, okay. Because uh, what ends up happening is they, they lose. They play the six drop and you get your hand ripped apart. Yeah. Just, I was thinking I need to get my hand. I, I was thinking I need to ramp up, though, to get to my win cons. Your win con is just your cards are better than his. He doesn't have co- the correct combo power. The, uh-huh. deck, the deck's combo power is so bad that you're just like, yeah, this is whatever. So okay. you stay at two. Uh, You know, do your, whatever you have. Pass. They go into their turn. They got four. They got they got their three. They got their fourth energy here. And you're like, that's cool. Uh, And they're like. Uh yeah, I'm in trouble now because you've burnt them out. So, oh, okay. Well, good to know now. <laughs> yeah, like you just had your hand is just bigger. So the bigger your hand, they like they they play it. Your hand's just bigger in the situation. When you're a bigger hand, you just don't lose to them. See that now? Now y'all can go beat Red Broly and not yeah, be yeah. like me. I never charge a three against that deck because their pacing That's is That's crazy to me. So you never even play the unison. I play it on turn four. Okay. I let them because they don't they don't they don't know how to slow down. Everybody who plays Red Broly don't know how to slow down. If my opponent plays Red Broly knows how to slow down, that plays real bad. But they never slow down. Ritzy slowed down. He slowed down, so he you did. should you should charge then actually. He did slow down. But if they don't slow down, like they're just like going. No, he for- he slowed down and was just he was just eating my hand. Oh uh, yeah, you had to charge then. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because it's like one of those things where it's like they go turn one, do my guy, boom, boom. Right, turn two. That's why he did game one and I clapped it. Yeah. Okay. See, and that's why Ritzy's considered a good player in this game because he knows that you have to slow down in that situation. Mm-hmm. Like, if the if the player knows in, in game two, you have to slow down. Game one, I guess you could disrespect your opponent, but I don't think they know what they're doing here, mm-hmm. and you just run through them. They don't know what they're doing. But like, I just slow the game down against them because like you're never gonna rip that many cards out of my hand if I just don't if I just keep my hand size large. Keep my hand size around the number twelve. I don't care if you rip three random cards. Right, 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 right. But matter. I take my hand size getting smaller, like around eight, nine. Oh, I'm about to lose some cards. This, yeah. And this could matter. At this oh, point. yeah, for sure. So. So, okay. Um, I mean, what do you do if they slow down then? If you slow down, you just, you actually start like playing, you start charging your cards up. And then that's when you have to go rely on like Revenge with Bang, Gohan. You have to always play the energy under. Yeah. Never play the energy too unless it's ready to rumble. Ready to rumble was a very important in that matchup. That actually right. that deck can't beat Ready to Rumble. Right. Ready to Rumble is the best card in the matchup. So you, when you do go to three, you're like ready to rumble. Mm-hmm. They have to stop attacking. They can't attack the Ready to Rumble. Okay. If they attack the Ready to Rumble, they instantly lose. Okay. So it's like one of those things where it's like if you don't have Ready to Rumble, you have to go Gohan, not Trunks. Heroic Prospect is wrong in that matchup. It's not good. Like you play four, because sure, it's just another nut in the gate, right? To make their hand smaller. But your your choice is always Gohan over Heroic Prospect in that matchup, though. Okay. Because they they can stop attacking with the, and the three drops. Yeah, go they, under it. Is that the three drop goes under? They start going under it. They, they get to a point where they're because they have leader unison and two three drops. It's a three drop and a four, four and, four, and it can get to the four, if they go to fourth energy four drop. Right. You know the game is going to go longer because you're right, baby. right. So they can play around Heroic Prospect. Heroic, you want to be on Gohan punishing their hand the whole way through, and then you know. So do you off. negate early? I negate 
the critical attack early most of the time. Yes. Yeah, that's what I was doing. Yeah, I sometimes I won't. It depends on what my negate is. If my negate is a battle card negate or D magic, no. If it's revengement bang, yes. Okay, then I made, I made that. I did something right. Yeah, it's revengement. It's revengement bang on the battle cards, and sometimes I like if I'm at five and they got the they got the leader attack. And they go combo the the daddy Paragus, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I will actually go combo super combo out of the attack. Okay. Just because I, it's not a waste now. You went they went to fifteen. I'll go to twenty. Sure. Mm-hmm. So it really depends on their their combo on the ten k leader right there with with the pacing. Do you? But I mean, ultimately, you have to take some of the crits, right? You don't. You normally take turn one, but, but the crit from turn one, and maybe one more crit. And that's yeah. The, that's the end of it. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. See, yeah. you do not. You normally take two crits the whole game. Go to four, and uh, what do you do if they're just not attacking and only attacking with the crits though? You yeah. just you just keep charging up and like you said I and did, just wait. I tuffle. They're doing that. I start tuffling. Okay. So I can go to four and I can feel comfortable sculpting my hand. Okay. Like so, like against reaching that situation, I you, did do that. You would just start. Tuffling. I didn't know if that was correct. Yeah, you start tuffling. Uh, you don't tuffle from the beginning. You wait to see what they do. Right, what they're going to do. Right. Well, like they go turn one, hit you with the guy, and then they don't hit you with the three. Right. Because that, that's what he started doing. He was he was like, I'm just going to crit you. Yeah. Because, I mean, and, I mean, baby is pretty weak to, to hand destruction. Yeah, so, like, that, I, I think that's correct to do. No, that is the correct way to do it. That's baby's worst, like, worst thing to have to deal yeah. with. Is, um, I contemplated siding the, the apes in that matchup. Like, I was like, if I was like, if I was going to play this week, I had apes in my sideboard because OG Green Broly is like a deck that people want to play because right, right. people are sick. So I'm like, sure. <laughs> I was like, I, I guess I had to side some number of apes. And I was like, if I played Red Broly, would I bring this in? And that was, I was like, yes. That was the determining factor, actually. I was like, I would bring this in against Red Broly. So I put him in my sideboard. On what turn would you ape? Turn three. On three energy? Yep. Three, on th- Turn three on three energy. Okay. But if they didn't do that, if you know what I mean, like, then I would just not eat. But I also, like, I got this tech card in my deck that I had this weekend. So, like, it made sense to be able to do it, though. Right. So. Right. Makes sense. Um. Okay. Well, so I didn't mean to go on a tangent, guys, but that's good info. Yeah. Good info for, for, we have a lot of aspiring baby players. Yeah, see, baby's, baby's the deck, guys. I'm telling you now. Like, Red Broly is favorite for you. I won't say, like, 80-20 or like It's probably, like, 60-40. Like, Good, yeah. good Red Broly player versus good baby player, like 60-40. Right. I've also played Ritzy Baby versus Red Broly, and I beat him. Mm-hmm. Like, he, it was real sketchy, though, game three. I was like, oh, this is wild. My man had, well, three, he had three mys. Well, here's what happened in our game, though. I forgot. I didn't even get to that part. Uh, So game game one, I win. Game two, he wins. Uh, Y'all we, drew, right? Yeah, well, kind of. So game three, there's, like, no time left. And... He was like, what do you want to do? And I was like, well, we can roll for it. And he was like, that's illegal. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, well, I don't know what the option is to do then. If like, <laughs> if there, if we want an option, what other option will we have? It's roll or draw, right? Yeah. And he goes, well, why don't we play as fast as possible? And I was just like, sure. <laughs> My exact statement at that time is that doesn't benefit me in any way, shape, or form. It benefits you because you're the fast deck. Sure, but nah, pass. Well, here's the thing, though. If we draw, it's guaranteed both of us do not make. Yeah, cut. I hear you. You just wanted it. See, yeah. I was like, but I mean, at this point, there's no benefit to either of us. So I was like, okay, whatever. Let's play fast. You know, me and you, Jim. That's the difference, right? Not trying to be funny. Jim's not on MRG. I'm on MRG. <laughs> Fuck Team PPG FOE, bro. Not, <laughs> do you think I'm gonna help you get in top cut, bro? <laughs> no, you should should play faster earlier yourself, man. I don't play the game regular speed. I'm not gonna slow roll you. No, 
I'm going to play regular speed. I'm not going to play as fast as I can. I'm going to think my decisions through. I'm going to play my game. Hey, man, we draw, we draw, bud. Sorry. Sucks for you. Mm, I don't know. I was like, let me see if there's any way. So we're playing fast. We're playing hella fast. See, that's wrong. We're playing so we're playing so fast. This man put his deck upside down on accident after he shuffled. Yeah, see, it was sloppy. We're swinging. I'm like, I need to find a way to kill him. I'm attacking him when I shouldn't be attacking. <laughs> it was a terrible game. I'm sure he would agree with me. And uh, <laughs> I shouldn't be attacking. Yeah, it, it it was a it was a wild wild time, right? So we get to where I think we started with only five. I thought there was more time. But apparently there was only like five minutes of overtime before we even shuffled. Oh, yeah. That's, a, no draw. that's a draw. So anyways, there's like a minute left. And he was like, all right, I'll offer you a split. I was like, I don't even know what the hell that means. Isn't that, <laughs> isn't that just as legal as rolling the dice? I that's what I thought. But I was like, <laughs> I was already on to roll dice, but whatever. We can, I was like, sure. So he goes, we can split and we'll do um, whoever's ahead. Which obviously he gave himself to win at this point. Yeah. But in my head, I'm like, why am I going to argue this? So he's like, whoever's ahead can play tomorrow, get the win, and then we can do a 60 40 split. But at this point, it was, I can say no, right? Mm. And we draw, and neither of us get anything. Yeah, it's a, it's a firm no for me, but I said, sure. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> the, that's the business in you. Yeah, I said, sure. Give me 40%. I hope you do well tomorrow, bud. <laughs> and, mean, then, and then afterwards he goes, yeah, I probably should have conceded to you. And I was like, well, damn. <laughs> uh, so I, I don't know. But I mean, it was cool of him that he offered the split because ultimately in my eyes, neither of us were going to get anything. In his eyes, neither of us were going to get anything. So that, I don't know. I was fine with it. It was unfortunate we had to play it out that way. I would have preferred to just play a real final game. But we yeah. have enough time. And I didn't do ultimately it was my fault because I didn't do well enough earlier in the tournament that I put myself in that position. You know, that's that's uh the correct player mentality to have. It's ultimately my fault, not anybody else's fault. Because people normally blame everybody else for like that situation occurring to them. It's just play better earlier and you don't have to worry yeah. about it. If I play better against the first Red Broly opponent, which you just explained how I could have played better. You don't get you're in that situation. I, I would I wouldn't have lost. Yep. I agree. So, you know, I, live and learn. When I say, you know, I would have done different than Jim, it's it's just banter. I probably, I probably honestly probably do the same thing because I want to go to locals. So I probably would have done it. But <laughs> yeah, actually, it was it's kind of a blessing because then I got my Sunday back. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know if I want to play webcam for two days in a row anyways at that point. But yeah, sadly, he lost first round. So we may. What did he lose to? I have no idea. I have no idea. I didn't follow it at all. Well, I was hanging out with Bree. I. You know, I wasn't going to say much about the tournament because, like, I have my own feelings about, like, that tournament. Not because I missed it, but just in general. I think that that tournament is was messed up from the beginning. Like, they messed they messed up big time. Uh, there are people in that tournament who've been caught cheating. Yeah. They shouldn't be allowed to play. Oh, I mean, trust me. There was... So, that was the other thing. This tournament, that's the other... I will never again play in a wet, and this is why I don't even care about worlds. I will actually never play in a webcam tournament again. That's only for money. Yeah, like, I won't ever do that again. Like there was so much shady shit. People, I won't, I'm not gonna name any names, anything, but I heard from other people there were shady things going on. I heard um, even in my my matchups, there were multiple times where my opponent's webcam was going in and out, and I was just like, "This is stupid." That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm like, "You got." And when you lose a game by like 5k combo power, you and got someone's a webcam go out. As Marquise McKinney says, "That's iffy shit." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> 
That's if you he never should. know. You never know. I like. Am I supposed to trust you? Because I, I don't trust my own fucking baby mother. You think I'm gonna <laughs> trust you? I slept with that person. <laughs> so hell no, I don't trust you. Like I'm trying funny, man. Like the money on the line. Like I've, I've changed my perspective on the webcams. I think it's cool when you're playing for cards. For some reason, yeah. the, when you play for cards, people don't care as much. When you play for money, people get weird. People get weird, bro. I've had no problems so far in my regional experiences. I've only had problems in my PPG webcam experiences. And it's no fault to PPG. No, no, all. no. They actually do a great job. Yeah, it's nothing to them. It's the people they're allowing in their tournaments. And so, like, with them knowing that, right? And I know they hear all the, like, talk in the groups and stuff like that about mm. all the sketchy mm -hmm. shit. Why are you letting known cheaters you in? You can't, though. I'm, huh? You can't. Yeah. I mean, it didn't happen in your, your organization. They're a business. Yeah, but I think that's why the numbers were so low for that webcam, though. Could have been. Think about it. That was only like, what, 68 people? The IRL one had 124. That is true. So niggas were flying. People were buying tickets, hotel rooms. But they wouldn't sit in their bedroom. They sit in their play. fucking bedroom to play. Because they, they knew you let sketchy people in there. Like, and I'm not I'm not calling anybody up a name, but I also, you know, if 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 you want to ask me who it is, you can message me or you can call me out publicly for saying I don't care. There are people who are confirmed cheaters. There's two or three of them in there, actually. Mm -hmm. I don't want to play webcam with those people. No. And the fact that one of them topped was absurd to me. Absolutely. I said, yo, with the deck he got caught cheating with, mm -hmm. I don't trust it at all. Like, there's no way I can trust that tournament. Those results, I'm not going to say they don't count. I'm not saying nobody should be proud of themselves for doing well in it. But as a as a watcher, as a person who loves the game, I don't count that tournament at all. Mm -hmm. Like, there's no way. Yeah. You know, because you literally have a guy in top cut who cheats. Right. Confirmed. Like, like blatant cheating to a point where it was like, damn. And he cheated in a tournament where what, what on the line was like a fucking play mat, an equivalent of $100 in, like, prizing. Right. So I know he's going to cheat in this one. So fuck that. I'm out. Yeah. No, I'm with you. Cause I texted, so you made the right. Like for me personally, it's just if it's just money on the line, I'm just not gonna play. Yeah, it. Or I, like I need to have stuff. Like if I'm playing for an invite to an event that I do want to go to, sure I'll play. Absolutely. So like if, if there's cards on the line, sure I'll play. If I, I love cards, yeah, I want to win cards. I said I would, I would play all those PPG uh, qualifying tournaments we played in mm -hmm. again because I want to go play in the IRL event. Yeah. You know the webcam event. I, and to be fair, most most of the PPG qualifier events though were all fine. Yeah, most of them were, they were fine. They're all good. They had the just the one they, instance they had of a, a couple, guy. Couple geez. incidents of yeah. the one guy. And anyways, we uh to come back to the actual topic of the episode. Um, so let, let's get into these these topping topping decks. So for best of three events, right? Uh, well, I'll ask you how do you how do you want me to break this down? Do you want me to go back and forth between best three and best of one, or do one first? Uh, just do just do one first, then we we'll do the, do the other one. Okay, so we'll just talk about best of three first. Uh, best of three, we have in first place Dark Broly with five tops. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Dark Broly was the deck of the format. Everybody was like, "Yeah, it's at twelve Dark Broly's format." Uh, it's good. It's a good deck. I mean, it's gonna. It will always be a good deck. Honestly, I mean, how do you really beat thirty k cards? Yeah, just free thirty k's. Like they're just, free thirty k's. Then they got access to true fighting spirit. Yeah, Demigra. Demigra. They, they have lots of good cards in their deck. Um, while they're still playing Broly's for free. But the problem with that deck is it's it's for as high as the ceiling was. It now feels like the ceiling's not that high because decks like King Piccolo are like just better at the game than they are. Like the right. Violent Rays is too prominent. There's there's Launch and King Piccolo that both play four violent rays invoker plays four violent rays, but that's a deck that not many people play. But when people do play it, they just smash dark Broly. Yep. 
And then like baby is now a deck. Hence why when you, when you look at the best of one results, I'm sure Dark Broly is down a lot more than what it was because every tournament baby did well in, Dark Broly was absent. And every tournament baby disappeared in, Dark Broly was was there. Right. I feel like those two decks swap positions when they're in tournaments together. Like one's going to do well and the other one's going to do bad. Yeah. So. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, and then we have two decks tied for second at four tops, which are, no surprise here, Mecha and King Piccolo. Yeah, King Piccolo is definitely... I think that's actually the deck of the format. Like I personally think baby's best deck, but deck of the format, like you can be stupid and just do well with King Piccolo. Yeah. That deck is, there are complicated play lines at times, but like you can just be dumb, like misplaying <laughs> left and right. Like you're like, ah, oh, man, I'm making the wrong decisions. Yeah. These cards are all free, man. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like you're just like, and your energy doesn't matter. Cause like you don't use energy for anything ever. It's, yeah. it's a cool deck. Um, it's hard to beat for a lot of decks. They just, they can't keep up with free advantage and the sculpting of your hand, sculpting of your life. So you can combo the cards you want to combo. All that is real cool. Uh, the rejuvenate effect is somehow in this deck, which I don't understand how th- that's that, wild. <laughs> I don't really understand how that's a thing. They li- literally want to rejuvenate in that deck. Actually. Like if you play too many battle cards, your opponent just starts rejuvenating on you. Like you're like, Oh, Yo, you got yeah. greedy. All right. Rejuvenate, blow, blow your board up and I'll gain a life. Like what just happened there? So when everybody's like, oh, that's a six life that, yeah, the leader gained one life back. And then there's unisons 99% of the time going to gain a life back if you play stupid. So sure. There's your eight life. <laughs> <laughs> there's your eight life right there. And then every card was free. So, and, and they have, a, they're free, but they have effects. So it's like, damn, these are good effects on free cards. Oh yeah. So that's another. And then Mecca, like I say, I always say, man. Mecca, that, Mecca's Mecca. Mecca's Mecca, right? It's like current format Mecca is the deck that if you're good at the game, and you're better than your, your, your opponent's not as good as you, you probably you're just win. win. Yeah. You're just going to win. There's no way you don't do well if you're better than your opponent playing that deck. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and then let's see. So at three tops each, we have Red Broly, Vigex, and Launch. Uh, Vigex is fake. It's not a real deck. That is insane. I saw this. I said, oh, my exact words actually were, why are people bad? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Vigex is, so like Vigex mm-hmm. used to be very good for many, many months. Now the ceiling of the deck is turn one true fine spirit, turn two Demigra. Why are you playing Dark Broly? Oh, just play Dark Broly. You can literally do that exact same play line in Dark With Broly. With free 30Ks that With, still rip cards, warp yeah. card. You can't do any of that in Vig X. You know what you get in Vig X? A free 19K <laughs> and a 15K that makes you pitch a card from your hand. Yeah, and an additional super combo that doesn't draw like the Kai. And I could play that Kai in my Dark Broly deck if I wanted to. I'm just not, but you could though. I just... Uh, Vig X is fun. It's fun. I love playing Vigex. I am I am a huge fan of Vigex, as all the listeners know. I refuse to play it competitively if I'm actually trying to do it's well. It's an RNG-based deck, and then the just the ceiling's so low. You're like, literally, the best thing I can do is True Fighting Spirit into Demigra, and then I just kind of do nothing. Fighting against fate that any deck can play? Yeah, it's just, it's just cards that just everybody has right in their deck. Like every deck can play these cards, especially yeah, it, need, it needs something to it, make that real. I, I agree that it's fake. I think it's just people high rolling and taking advantage of their opponents, not knowing how to play against an yeah. deck. And one person who top it was Hernandez, which if you know, in my invitation, I lost to Hernandez in a uh, top 16. I did not lose though. I, I lost, but I didn't lose. So game one, I win game two. He wins game three we start in time. There was just no way I could actually win the game. There's just, that's physically impossible. It does not work that way. Right. So he, we didn't really win, but he, he did go next seven on turn, turn two. So will it be that as you may, or was it? Yeah. Turn two. He went, he went next seven. So I don't know. You go in next seven, turn two, you probably going to lose that game. 
and a deck that doesn't draw cards. But we didn't have time to finish the game, so it is what it is. So he advanced to the next round. But Terso Hernandez is one of the guys, and the other two guys are webcam tops on Vigex. And I'll be honest with you, man, Alfredo has ruined uh, Vigex. <laughs> <laughs> He's ruined it at this point now. He's just like, he cheated, and now people, I, I have a hard time trusting people, like, playing Vigex on that. Because it's such an RNG-based deck. How did you run well the whole time? Like, if you you are going to have a day where you run well, right? But, like. I don't know, man. Now I got now I got now I, so much iffy shit, as they say. You know, it's just iffy. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the deck right now because um, the deck's not what it was. Like it was different when it had Splinter Mind. Like Splinter Mind, it was not hard to run well. No, you see that Trunks game over. Oh baby, it's over. Like you literally just see it so one card. Many more. That's so much more damage. You see a four of in your deck. Oh, you got current state mode. You're like, damn. I just drew. A I need to draw the meager and true fine. That Spirit. represents three more damage. Is three three more damage. And this is what we got now is their ceiling is represents actually zero damage. Right. <laughs> like maybe like it represents zero damage is guaranteed to come from it. All right, man. I don't know how good that is. Like, it's just not, I don't know. Kudos to the guys who did well with it. But uh, when you get to your play testing and like we are preparing, you prepare for Vigex the same way you prepare for Dark Broly and Dark Broly is just better. Dark Broly is just better. If so. I sit down against a Dark Broly opponent and a Vigex opponent, a hundred percent of the time, I want the Dark Broly opponent to leave. Mm-hmm. And the Vigex to stay right there. Absolutely, stay right there, man. Right there. They like you. Get, imagine you sit down. You see the guy has a dark blue leader. You're like, damn, I'm about to lose. And then like they're repairing and they pull out a Vigex. So you're like, oh, they get the free <laughs> W, baby. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I'm with you. And then launch launch is very good still. Um, yeah. I think that the red green version isn't as good as the red blue version. I agree. But the, the red se- green version is very exploitable. Yeah, like you just turn the piccolo off, right? And their deck's just not really doing anything. So, uh, I mean, but it's still good though, because how and many? It's crazy too, because I've gotten to a point where I don't know how you feel about this, but and playing baby against it, I've gotten to a point where I don't even care about piccolo. No, it doesn't matter. I literally only care about the Gogeta. Yep, the acrobatics. It's literally the only, only card that can kill me. It's the only card that matters, and I just counter because the Vegeta, the piccolo can only get to me. Get me to yep. two, and you're not going to attack me. You're not, you're not going to get two. You're not going to get two damage. So just give me six extra cards to my hand as quick as you'd like. <laughs> That's exactly how it works, actually. Jim's Jim, <laughs> becoming a master. Yeah. They say like literally, they're like they're like go to the acrobat. You're like a oh, counterplay. They're like, oh man, that yeah. sucks. And it just gets stuck. They just can't play the game. They're like keep attacking, like negate, negate, negate. Uh, counterplay every single acrobat you play. To the bottom of your deck, uh, Android seventeen. Uh, that's game or Foo shrouded. That's game. Yep. And it's just like sure, man. What a cool, cool deck you have there. But that's baby. A lot of decks don't have the tools to handle right. acrobatic and piccolo. No, no, no. And that that's it. Is like if you want to play aggro, that's the deck that I would probably yeah. Pick. That's the aggro deck I would that's play. The aggro it's deck red that green, I would pick. red green. Launch. Maybe that or sin. Uh, but like. Mecha being such a good deck, Mecha just shits all over that deck. Right? right. They have they right. have the counterplays. They have everything. It's it's tough for launch. I mean, I understand why launch spiked for like a, a half second and yeah. then just went back down to. Th- I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. Um. And right. then the other one was what deck you said? Red oh, Bro- Red Red Broly. Red Broly. Uh, that, yeah, that's the. They're deck. just high rolling people yeah. and just. Exactly. Being, there's being red. Bro- I think three is an appropriate amount of tops in any format for Red, red Broly. Broly. Yeah. <laughs> like, I should. I expect to see it or reboot Gohan. At least one copy top an event. Yep. Like one of them should be in top cut every yep. time. Well, it's it's funny you bring that up because going to the two of we have reboot go on and soul striker. Yeah. Um, uh soul striker? I'm not a believer. No, I'm I'm not either. Uh I, I think it's clapping people who just didn't respect the Janemba package. I'm gonna be honest with you, I played against that when it first came out. I said this is one of the worst decks I've ever played against. Like a lot of people in our Discord were real hyped on it. They're like, Yo, Soul Striker Janimba is dope. 
Like I was smacking this deck with my Dende Janimba deck. I was yeah. like, yeah, this isn't. This, I remember. This, this can't be real. Like y'all are talking about this deck. And then Frisco Foz and uh, Jose, Jose Mercado. Right. Like, you know, they figure out a list. They do well with it. Congratulations. You know, that's cool. I think that's because they're just better than the average player. And, I agree. Because that deck is not good. Like, I agree. It loses the violent race. I was like, this is a deck that loses the violent I'm race. I'm never losing to that deck. I say no, the baby's never losing. But <laughs> could you imagine losing to a deck, playing a deck that loses the violent race and you're and you're blue? That yeah. seems terrible. Mm-hmm. I like normally the black decks and the red decks lose violent rays, and that's because they have an astronomical amount of attacks of large things. You're like, nah, man, I just got this one big thing on the board that needs to attack a bunch of times. They're like, no, you're not gonna get attacked. Too. Damn, I lost. So I just don't. I agree. And then reboot gone is just reboot gone. Yeah. It just, it'll always have one or two. Yep. That's just, just, it just is what it triple is. Triple right? crit, triple crit, triple crit. Good I'm, game, man. I'll be honest with you. You have Feet Command Mayos in your deck, some uh, super combos. And I don't even care what cards in your deck at that point besides those. If there's super yeah. combos, Feet Command Mayhaw, your leaves reboot go hunt, someone will get in there. It's it's so, oh, man. Like I seen somebody play a Cyberman version and win like a one of those like little 1K tournaments. Because it doesn't matter what it you does, put in the deck. Matter. It doesn't matter. It does not matter. They're just hanging out, having a good time. I remember for a minute where people were trying to take feet out of their deck, and I was like, y'all are dumb. No, there's no way I'm taking feet out of my deck. Never am I taking the one reason this leader's good. I'm going to be honest with you. I was one of those people who was like, I never played with Gohan, but I was like, man, if I play, I'm not playing with feet, man. man that card's scummy. Pfft. Nah, I'm playing that card. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely playing that card. Uh, all right, then we get to the one-up. Bunch of one-ups. Um, but one blue baby for best of three. Only one. Uh, that's fine. Um, we've got one invoker. One Turles, one Zamasu, one Green Gotenks, one OG Green Broly, one Sin Shenron, one TN, uh, one Blue Yellow Gotenks, and one Blue Trunks. Oh, that's a lot of decks. 18 total different decks that have top best of threes. And keep in mind, I believe these results... I only pulled from the PPG Finals Invitational. I don't think I actually even pulled from the Miami event. They didn't pull, no, that's, no, that's it, not, that's not it the Miami ha, event. It didn't include the Miami event because it was so long ago. Um, but I did include... This is everything after the Miami event. So Because everybody's already had the meta breakdowns for the Miami thing. Yeah, so yeah, no. yeah. So I, I went after that. But it includes like PPG Finals, the 1Ks, PPG Online. Yep. I don't, I, and there weren't really any other best of threes. No, so it's been more best of one because it's regional season going yeah. on. Uh, all those decks are actually in a position I expect them to be in, except Baby. But I understand why Baby... People don't know how to play around the answers. Yeah, people don't know how to play around the answers. Like, literally, somebody in our Discord earlier was like, talking. we were talking about cards coming out. He's like, I would never want to tap four for this Boo Unison card. I, like, I tap four all day, every day for this card. He was like, yeah, but then you just, you're a bad match. I was like, I don't think Baby has a bad match. I saw a hand control, and that card still helps against hand control because it draws you a card. Right. So I was like, I don't understand what he's talking about here. And he was like, the True Fighting Spirit cards are so good against the deck. I'm like, they're, True Fighting Spirit's terrible. They're terrible, actually, against the deck. Like, people play them, and then they're just like, damn. They're that. good if you literally never see an answer for them. Yeah, but, but you, Boo is an answer. But I say, but Boo is already an answer to the card. So it's like, wow. They're even and worse they now. probably played them earlier yeah. and got them bottom deck by my Gohan pick. Every time they always play them early because they they think it matters, but actually you don't want. It's play hilarious them. when they go wide with them. Mm-hmm. They're like, they're like I got, bottom deck too. They got, they got two of them and then like some other cards. We're like, sure, man, go on Piccolo two of them to the bottom. They're like, oh my god. <laughs> and I'm like, at what point did you think I was ever going to defend with a counter on my first four life? Right against your deck that wanted to give me a card. I'm only defending maybe against the crit decks. Right. Because they might be a double, it might be a Chompa attached to one of these things right, out of right. nowhere. So uh, now I'm concerned. Yeah. But this, I don't care at all, man. You're crazy. No. Please give me all four life. You literally said that's those cards say draw six cards and then bottom deck me. Yes. 
Like that's what they say to me. Like that's, sure, that's I'll, I'll bottom deck one if I need to. Yeah. And I say that's the other thing. Like, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll bottom deck one. And once I play my unison, even current format, right? Like the, the baby unison, I just keep drawing one additional card every turn. Yep. And you're a deck where I don't even have to charge past five mm-hmm. because you don't have combo power. So actually I can kill you with the golden Avenger. Android 17 and mysterious shroud of food don't matter. But I could when I have the food and I'm like, all right, now it's time. I just then charge, charge six. six energy and right. we're like we're in there. Right. So again, these that those cards are so bad against the deck. And like what makes them so bad is the person playing them thinks they're good against the deck. Right. Like if your person playing them knows they're not good against the deck, but they just know that they're in their deck and they And they know how to properly time them. Probably time then it can be effective. Right. But it's still not even good. They're just like this happens to be a part of my deck. But they're, when they become effective the way in which they become effective is not what you think it is. Right. It, and it immediately makes them in turn yeah. less effective. Exactly. Because they have to play them way later than they, they want, want to. to. And so like and they, ultimately, if you play it properly, you're probably only getting one or two cards out of my hand. Is that, and, and by the time that happens, I got like a 15 card hand. hand and the game's gone late and here we, here we are. So that's it. It's people not understanding pacing and all this different stuff of the game that go along with baby. And that's what I like by reading that, that lets me know that other baby players just don't really get it. They I mean, don't, yeah, they, I get, they aren't playing the outs. Yeah, they're not playing the outs. Like I, I play the outs. I respect my opponent's cards. I, like I the, do too, because I just play your list. <laughs> <laughs> you respect your opponent's cards, and it just works out for you. However, uh, I will say I did think of the Gohan Piccolo. That is the only yes. credit I'll ever take for baby. Jim did think of Gohan Piccolo. Jim was like, "Yeah, you should be playing that." I like. He was like, "That card's probably really good in your deck." I was like, "I'll, I'll test it," and I was like. Oh. <laughs> It's really good in the deck. He's correct. You know what I'm saying? Like, which, you know, shout out to Jim for helping me out there. Cause that was, I was nervous about those true fighting spirit cards. Cause I was like, Hey man, I need to get rid of these things. Yeah. <laughs> like, but I also need to get rid of Piccolo the Eradicator. I also need to get rid of lots of small cards that my opponents oh, just it's, play. It's so funny to go 10 on their turn, the Gogeta. And then when they pass bottom deck to Piccolo with yeah. your go on Piccolo, that shit is just hysterical to me. Feels real good, right? Yeah. You're just like, you're like, man, that sucks to suck, dog. It's also funny when you just, when they play the, uh, if you really got it like that and you can just go tend to Piccolo, when they on turn two tap out for Piccolo and you just uh, go tend it. Yeah, it's just bottom your deck, man. They're like. And their turn is just over. <laughs> bad, bad, bad deck. Sure, give me one card when you attack with your leader. Yeah. You can draw your card. Yeah, it's, it's 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 one of those things where I like I think baby can be built to have all the answers for everything. Me and me and Marcel play. It's the sweatiest games I've ever played in my life, man. And Marcel is like, why does this deck have an answer for everything I'm trying to do? <laughs> Every time, and I'm like, it's just what the deck does, man. I've put a lot of thought into it, and I like, you know, I I'm not gonna share the hard out to baby for red players, uh, cause I but I do already have the out to the out though. I like was telling Jim about. It. I, I already figured it out, uh, so I do expect it. Actually, I will tell you guys. The Fujito Unison. <laughs> I was wondering if you were going to say don't, it. Yeah, see, don't say like you guys would be like, oh, Mike really is out here just spilling the deets of how to play the game. So like the Fujito Unison from set 10, uh, Power of Unison of Might, I believe is his name. Oh my God, it's so good. <laughs> it's four drop. It has a neg two. Your opponent can't play cards by skills until the end of the next turn. That turns off every floodgate in it's my like deck. like everyone. Every single one. Don't, it's Baby Hatch or Die because Baby Hatch is a counter effect. So I mean, it would just right, go to right, the right. drop. But I can't Vegeta you. I can't Gohan you. I can't Trunks you. That card right there, lifesaver for red decks. Marcel has been clapping me ever since I told him about this card. Joy, uh, Joy, someone told me Joey P put in one of his videos. I told Joey about the card when like he was asking me who's playing Kimberly. I said this is the card to play to beat baby. It's also very good against a large number of decks in the format. 
Imagine your Dark Broly opponent can't play cards for two turns. Imagine that your King Piccolo opponent can't play cards for two yep. turns. Imagine your Mega Freeze opponent can't play cards for two turns. It literally says, hey, man, you want Bergamo on me? That's literally what it says. Like, so again, there are options like, against the deck. Does, it, does this make you want to play Bulma? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Because you, right. if Bulma is the best leader for that card also, Bulma, can, <laughs> Bulma is real good at blocking and defending and blowing up opponent's board and then playing that card and playing the cards that put more counters on it that also block for Yep. You know, Bulma's real nice with that card, actually. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Maybe I will slap some. Maybe I slap some Bowman to go this weekend. You know, but uh, I have figured out the out for baby for that card because you know I I gotta beat Marcel. I can't I can't not beat him. So you know here we are. I gotta I gotta yeah. beat him. Yeah. So I figured it out. I got the card. It's cool. But uh, that's a good card for red decks against the deck. That's a card that beats baby though, right? Like right. not true fighting spirits on no. Goku. I don't. The out for that card isn't even an out for that card. It's just an out for the predicament it puts me in. Yeah. Versus like, they're Granted, just, I mean, I think the existence of that card has forced us to main deck Gohan Piccolo. Yes, I will agree. It has forced me to main deck, but why was I main decking it anyways, though, to be right. honest? Like, I should have been main decking removal from the beginning. Right, 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 right. It was just no decks even respected baby enough that it mattered. Yeah, exactly. Now baby's got the light on it. Now it's time to go ahead and bring right. your removal in. Right. So. Um, and please don't play the five drop Frieza and baby. Oh uh, yeah, don't do that. <laughs> um, all right, uh, so yeah, I mean, for best of three, any decks that well, we've obviously talked a lot about, baby, um, with Dark Broly being the at this point, I guess you call it the like big deck in the room, even though it's still only fourteen percent. I think when I ran the numbers, yeah. Um, and then you've got Mecha King Piccolo. Seems like the top three right now of what people yeah, want to play. I would say that's correct. Um. At least for best of three. That's I mean that's what the results tell us. Dark Broly's a Dark Broly and King Piccolo both let you turn your brain off like during the game. Right. You get to a point in the game where you're just winning. Yeah. It, does, it doesn't matter what line you take. Yeah. Mechanism. I mean, even baby gets like that sometimes. When I, I get yeah, a baby and I'm know, like, you, I'm sitting there, I'm like, I don't want to kill this guy. I don't want to shout at food. I want to yeah. turn the tide. By uh, turn five, you're like, yeah, man. I can turn my brain off now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you gotta be able to get there. Yeah, you gotta get there. A lot of people just don't know how to get there. No. But you know, um, so th knowing this though, is there any other decks that you would recommend for best of three that could come in knowing that you're probably going to face a dark Broly Mecca and King Piccolo current format? I really like Zamasu set seven leader. Zamasu set seven. Oh, wow. Yeah. I actually, I've been playing that deck a lot lately. Okay. Mike coming in with some wild shit. I, I like that deck a whole lot. This format, uh, you tragedy underground against these decks. King Piccolo can play through it. Um, but the thing about King Piccolo is it naturally gets its life low enough to the point where you can just burn them for gain. They build a big enough board that you push all their cards into their energy. You actually just game them. You're like, all right, take four. I have been playing this deck for a while now online. Uh, it's pretty good against those three decks particularly. Wow. Um, I also think Surge Cell is a deck that, like, Current format, seeing how Goku's at four, uh, Surge Cell probably should be higher on the list now that Battle of Lucha Cat. We just only had the one tournament, and I don't think people, I don't even think the deck was registered for the tournament, and even played it in the tournament. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. like, from, from what I understand, I, well, and when we get into best of one, that'll change a little bit. Surge Cell is a deck, is probably the scariest deck in the room. Scariest deck. Uh, a lot of decks don't have the answer to it. Like, Violent Rays is a very good answer, but at the same time, it's not. Um, you go attack with this Goku, 
rip a card out your hand and you go violent race. I'm like, all right, cool. It's back in, it's back in active mode. Please find, show me your card to get rid of this 35 K in active mode. Yeah. It'll, it'll do, it'll continue doing what it does every turn. Right. So like red is not have a very good magic. King Piccolo can blow it up. If they can get to the four drop that boosts by 20 K Piccolo unison blow, you know what I mean? But at the same time, you better have it. If, right. If you don't have it, right. You lose. Um, so I think Zercel should have been represented higher. Um, you don't have to have the, I'm saying you don't have to have the victory strike. Uh, the current list with the four Gokus, you could play the Kai, to be honest. The Kai's probably fine. I'm still playing Selzino on all my lists when I play it, but uh, you could play the Kai. Like the Kai just gives you board removal. Sure. But realistically, that deck should be, I don't know, topping every event, one or two copies at least. Because it's bad matchups aren't pre- aren't prevalent like that. Yeah, I mean it. It had me playing three dirty bursts. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I played. Di- I've been playing dirty bursts literally now just because of that deck existence. Yeah, like I'm not. Oh, trying I played that in Sin Shenron. Yeah, I was like, I need to play dirty burst again. Yeah, say and dirty burst is spiked. Uh, a lot oh, of if think- you were in the Discord, you actually got in ahead of the spike. Yeah, that's I, true. I told everyone right before it spiked. Yeah. I said go buy them, and actually a bunch of people were like, "Bro, thank you. I got it for like eight dollars. Now it's twenty five. Yeah. Cause I mean, it was bound to go up because it's blue's the best tool against the decks that beat it. So it's like, yeah, man, it's also effective in the baby mirror match. So it was like, well, this card just touches enough decks. You probably should be playing it. Yeah. All right. Let's get into the best of one results. Um, so I pulled these from core tack, Oceana PPG and card of magica. Um, there may have been other ones, but those are the five I remember pulling results from. So, uh, we have some of the same and some different. So, the part that's the same is the top deck is Dark Broly. Yep. Um, it had 12 tops across those tournaments. Ironically, also at 14%. I actually just wanted to see how is prevalent is Dark Broly across both. Yeah. So I ran the math. It stayed at 14%. Which is, that's that's pretty consistent, right? Like right. that's it's, it's definitely a testament to how wide this meta is. Yeah. Because you have this deck that has topped 12 times and this five times in the other and still is only 14 percent of the top like that's pretty crazy yeah um at number one so usually we see a little bit more number one's normally around 25 to 35 percent yeah so uh definitely interesting this is a very very wide meta we play in now when we go to best of one and i think this further proves your statement earlier about how people don't know how to play around these cards in blue baby blue baby's number two yeah. 10 tops yeah it's too good i mean like, I, I contribute to one jim is two right uh no i'm one and i i bubbled out of the another okay, one so i top 25 giancarlo got one also and giancarlo literally was like hey mike he, he did yo this is hilarious yo go watch the bad beats video that i did with giancarlo because mm-hmm. in the video at the end of it he was like, bro, honestly, most of the questions I ask you about your deck and the reason this went so long is because I just needed to know how to play it tomorrow. <laughs> he was like, I literally just sleeved it up. I, he had, I don't think he played one game with it. I don't believe it either. I mean, he hit me up about the deck. I was like, I'll give you a deck list. I was like, sure. He had, he had bro, <laughs> he charged turning the tide against Invoker. He was like, yeah, I know what I was doing. <laughs> he was like, I was just charging cars, doing stuff. He's like, I just beat everybody. Uh, yeah. I mean, he lost to Invoker, but still, uh, top 16 it. It had no idea what he was doing. Because that's how good the deck is. Like, I mean, like the deck won one of the originals, actually. It did, and it, that was it, oh, it wasn't me, sadly. Um, you know, but hey, the guy I was not list, a fan of it. I didn't like his list. I understood his list. His list was bare bones of the cards you need to have in the deck, and then a ton of tech, ton of tech. And oh. he 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 was like, "I'm coming ready for every deck possible." 
but I think ultimately that hurts your spread. I mean, granted he won, so yeah, like yeah. props to you. But I think oh, I think he probably had a very good line. Yeah. And like he just got the right opponents. Also, that tournament was probably the last tournament of people not respecting Blue Baby. Oh, yeah, yeah for sure. That was a tournament where people were like, I guess it's time to respect. Because me and Marcus had the top in Miami at the Invitational, which were two different lists. Well, and you had already had the top at the qualifier. Yeah, with it. I had top at the qualifier. And I also had the finals top in la- during set 11 yep. with it. So it was just like one of the Invitational. And then <laughs> and we both topped this. Yeah, so it's like the deck has all the respect now. So people are coming ready for it. I don't know if that guy's list would do well now because the way it's built is just teched out. It's like the most teched out deck list I've ever seen, actually. Yeah. There was like legit 20 tech cards. I, I was know. like, I respect it. Big balls, bro. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way I'm going in with 20 tech. Like, But he did have bare bones of what you have to have in the deck. So that was cool. Yeah, yeah. But Baby is, everyone, people are like trying to say Baby's a great BO1 deck. I, that's a jab. That's 100% a jab. When someone says a deck is a great BO1 deck, people said that about Reboot Gohan also. They said that was a great BO1 deck. It got it banned in BO1, but that shit still top BO3 all the time. Right. So what are you saying? You're saying a whole right. lot of nothing. Because, like, if I'm a good BO1 deck, that means I'm going to win every best of one game I play, right? I will say I have never said that. I just yeah. say that a deck sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I always say Reboot Gohan sucks, actually, also. We're, both yeah. but We're not like, jabbing them. Nah. When you say a deck is good in BO1, well, on best of three, I have to play game one regardless. So I won game one. You got to beat me twice. Good luck. Right, right. Like, sure. People, I, I say, and like some people are like, oh, that's a weird way of looking at it. No, that's the only way to look. If I'm good in BO1, I'm going to win game one, and it takes a while for me to win. That's the other part. Like, I don't win fast. Like, a good BO1 deck that wins fast definitely could lose two and three very quickly also. Babies never lose. Ne- baby wins slow, and baby's never losing fast either. Right. So here we are. I guess you, the best you're going to get is a draw off of me. Right. Congratulations, bud. <laughs> you played yourself. You you came with the wrong deck. I came with the right one. I'm going to win the game one, and I should win game <laughs> need two. A, need a DJ call it drop. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been good right there. But it's like it's that BO1 talk, like always oh, good BO1, that's nonsense. It's good, period. Like, you know what's a deck that's not good BO1? Mecha Frieza. That's an amazing deck, though. But BO1 is not a deck you want to be on because it can't prepare for enough things in the main board in a wide, wide, diverse format like this. Yeah. Um, and we'll, we'll get there pretty soon, but moving on from blue baby sin comes in third with nine tops. Yep. Cause that's the, that's the premier. That, aggro that is the premier aggro best of one, one deck. Dot deck. Yep. That's the premier aggro deck. You're like, yeah, man, if I just, I just high roll you, I just literally crit crit, uh, big crit, uh, Play a guy. Oh, yeah, man. Turn three. You're dead. It's yeah. Like, sell Zeno cooler. Cool. Sell Zeno cooler. And sometimes they don't even need the sell Zeno cooler. To oh, be yeah, you just play the triple striker. Just play the triple striker. But you're like, I play the triple striker. I awaken, play pan. Mm-hmm. Uh, tack. That's six. That's six damage. That's six damage. Like with the cooler to back it. Yep. And it's on a 30K body. It's just good. Absolutely. So, I mean, at the same time, when people talking trash about like these aggro decks, that's the premier aggro deck. They knew yep. exactly what the control version is better in BO3 for sure. And the aggro version is better than BO1 for sure. So yeah, for sure. Um, all right. And then, so let's see. So moving next, we, we get very similar to best of three results. We see King Piccolo and launch both with eight tops. Yeah. Those decks are going to probably stay around each other. King Piccolo is definitely the superior deck out of the two options, but launch is very good. Which ironically, if you add all of their tops between the two events, it's funny you say that. 
King Piccolo has exactly 12 if you have both up, and Launch has exactly 11. Yeah, King, King Piccolo is <laughs> the superior day. Right. I do like Launch a lot. I just, picked lot up, yeah. I just picked up the card so I could play Red Bull Launch. I play it a lot online, uh, the Catastrophic Blow Launch deck. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's a, it, oh, I said we said the deck's good. Um, it's easier to play around. All versions of it are easier yeah. to play around than playing around King Piccolo because King Piccolo literally says, hey, man, I get to be retarded once I land my unison, my piano, and nothing of those matters. Like barrier blockers, negging your board. You can every time you <laughs> every time you activate the word counter, I blow up a 15k or lower on your side of the field. It's just like, yo, what's going on here? It's a deck that like plays itself, but it does have moments where you need to know what you're doing. But like average player versus average player, the King King Piccolo is going to roll the launch player every time. Yeah. So. Um, and then moving on from that, we see that actually it drops drastically. So we go from eight tops of those to the next decks that are tied at four. That so makes cut sense. in half. Um, so if that tells you anything for best of one, what we're seeing is Dark Broly, Blue Baby, Sin, King Piccolo launch as yep. the top five decks. I agree with that. And I'm gonna tell you now, the the ones where Dark Broly did real well in, Baby was not in those top cuts. I know we're not we don't have the, all the data like saying it right now, but like there's a there was a regional yeah, there where, was a regional where five topped yeah or five topped and there's a regional where the other one were like four or five top mm-hmm. but versus. there's also one where I don't think any topped yep the last one no yeah. baby topped the last regional uh it just is what it is because sometimes people don't play baby and then yeah. that really opens the door for a debt like Dark Broly right um so moving into four tops we have Majin Vegeta makes sense as best of one that's the one and the percentage although it's four tops um it's funny enough. There is about twice as many decks in this because there are more best of one yeah. events. Um, so about twice as many. So Reboot Gohan had two. Majin Vegeta comes in with four. So basically, literally, same thing. Yep. Um, so just funny. Uh, also funny that what you talked about with Mecha, because Mecha had four tops and best of three, also four tops and best of one, but that means it really realistically topped half as many events. Exactly. Because it's just hard to play Mecha into that field. Right. It's Very. still a great deck. It's just difficult, difficult. without a sideboard. Yeah. Set 13? Like Mecca into whatever field you want. Yeah. <laughs> it's got every tool yeah. possible now. Um, and then also four invokers, which most of those were sublet. And yeah, I, I think, think that, sublet was two of them. Sublet's two of them, which we just expect him to top whenever he plays. He's, right. He's sublet. He just tops yeah, all the time. time. It's just the king of topping. So <laughs> I think uh, he told me one time, I, I need to next time. He, I'm sure he'll be on the show at some point again in the future. We need to ask him how many events he has not topped. I think it's three. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's the numbers three. Right. Which to some people are like, oh, well, he didn't. this man has gone to like most major regionals since yeah. the game started. Yeah. He goes to, uh, he tries to go to as many Bandai events as possible. He doesn't like the cash tournaments. No, he doesn't. He just, he just likes to play. He likes to win cards that other people can't have. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> his thing. He wants, he wants to have the cards that nobody else has, which I, I respect that actually. I it's cool. I have cards that nobody else has also. My baby, they got those golden Avengers in them. So I mm-hmm. get it. I'm waiting for mine. So. But uh, he he has a very high top rate. Anthony Hernandez bring a good point. There's players in this game that everybody loves and knows who have very low. They have tops. Let's say they have five tops, but they've played in like 50 events. Right. He's like, that number is so pathetic compared to somebody who goes to like 10 events and is topped eight times. Right. He's like, and it's crazy because no one talks about Sublet for real because he doesn't have social media. All the all the top players in the, the game. The top players do, no, but most but the average player won't average talk about players it. don't. They have no idea. Hopefully, our podcast has given uh, Sublet a little yeah. bit of uh, some shine, more, more respect. Sublet <laughs> is the, is the guy. He's one of the guys that I sit down and say, "Hey man, I don't want to play this dude." <laughs> I, I'm getting over it now, though. Ever since I got that one W in testing against there you him, go. I'm like, "Hey man, let's play him. <laughs> let's play him. Playing good." <laughs> but uh, nah, he's a very good player. He's one of the best to ever play. So, um, 
So moving into now lesser tops into the threes, uh, we see Red Broly at three. Sounds about right. Uh, we see Turles at three. That's a little surprising. Uh, we see Bulma at three. I want to say that that's not surprising because I love me some Bulma. But, but it's surprising. Uh, it's surprising. That, that's the most surprising out of any of those so far, yeah. I think. Um, and then Cell Surge at three, which I don't think is surprising. No, I think that's, that's pretty accurate. That's pretty accurate because the first set of regionals, like the first two. It wasn't out. It wasn't out. And then it was out for the last three, right? And the problem is people think you have to have Victory Strike to play this deck. Right. So they're all turned off. On they're it. all turned off. But you don't have to have Victory Strike to play this deck. Like, you just don't. You do have to have it if you want to play the other versions of that combo sure but like the search cell doesn't i mean the deck is nuts it won the event actually it won yeah, the, won, um, the Oceana Oceana, regional. Yeah. yeah it won it's so good like it was like battle evolutions release weekend booyah got the w i was yep. like this deck is wild it's just people don't play it like i don't have all the the entry results like all the decks that were in these tournaments but i do know that the deck is not entered that much like no, it, it, it wasn't it was not it was not um, and also the cards are new too, right? Yeah, the so then you also new. had to have access to them quickly. Yeah, and the Goku is like forty bucks, right? But so and if you didn't buy sealed product, you probably didn't have it right yeah, away. You, you probably didn't want to spend one twenty, <laughs> right? And then you still got away from to come to you. Yeah, so you probably I mean, didn't get them till this week, <laughs> right? So I mean, it makes sense that there's only three. I think that number had these events been a few weeks later, I think the number would have been higher. I think the number goes up once we, by the end of the month. The regionals we're gonna have the May first and all the the last regional because they're all set twelve now because they pushed back the date. Mm -hmm. I think the number goes up. So let me ask you this then, just just your prediction. So we have essentially in best of one, five decks in the room that are clearly performing better than the other decks. Yeah. Right? We have Dark Broly, Blue Baby, Sing, King Piccolo, Launch. Does Cell Surge take any of those top five spots? Yeah. What do you think it takes out? I think that. What drops below? Because there's a clear cliff, right? Because we go from yeah. literally 12 tops, 10 tops, 9 tops, 8 tops, down to 4. I think it either takes launch or sin spot. Yeah. Uh, it's a very similar deck to sin in a sense of how it pops off on turn 2, turn 3. Right. But sin, it doesn't stop sin from doing sin things. Right. Like, I was going to say people might still play, play sin. sin. Just because like, I don't have those cards, so I can just keep right. playing my so sin So it might deck. just actually just but it could definitely, make yellow aggro more represented. Yeah, just make a yellow aggro deck more represented. And then, but launch is a deck where I don't know if launch can keep up with that. I know yeah. launch draws a lot of cards, but launch is taking every single hit from that Goku. It actually just can't combo out. Yeah. 35K on your 5K leader or even 10K leader is not something you're comboing no, you out of. That's no, too hard. And like your burn damage on them is irrelevant because once, like, it's actually hurts you more than anything because once Surge Cell flips to his backside, you'll never play a card in active mode, meaning acrobatics is in rest mode. Right. So you're, you're, you're stuck. Yep. So I could see launch definitely drop. Wouldn't surprise that's a fair me. assessment. Yeah, that's fair. It's and just, I mean, you know, it launch King Piccolo or the bottom too. So. Yeah. And King, and King Piccolo will stay. King Piccolo will stay. King Piccolo ain't going nowhere. One, because King Piccolo does care about hand, but at the same time it plays from its life. And on top of that, like it has a unison that draws cards. So Surge Cell does not deal with the unisons very well. Like sending your Goku into attacking a unison feels really bad. Yeah. So you're like, uh, I want to attack the leader so I can get that crit damage in. But then at the same time, you don't want to do that because, right. you know, you want, it's, it's rough. I think King Piccolo remains. I think it's launch or sin. I, if I had to bet money, I say launch because I don't see anybody who owns all those sin promos saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. saying, no, 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 I don't want to I'm actually, I'm actually building sin because I, I 
man, the deck looks too cool. It's Those a, winners. It's, it's a very cool deck. And my thing is, I, I'm not playing my Cell Zeno. I haven't played it in a while, and I just have the itch to play it. No, I know that's feeling, actually. You know what I mean? Like, I sometimes my, you see these cards, you're like... I looked at my Cell Zeno yesterday and said, man, why am I not playing this deck? Mm-hmm. I was like, damn, that's just crazy. So I, I started getting all the cards. I'm going to get some more today, but yeah. Um, all right, let's let's move into the now the more rogue decks of the format. Three is still pretty rogue. Some of those were definitely rogue, but not all. I think some of them are also to be expected. These are pretty much all rogue. Uh, so we've got with two tops each: Soul Striker, Gogeta, Zeno, and Vigex. Uh, the the Soul Striker is literally Frisco and Jose in the same tournament. Correct. That was the debut of the deck. You know, nobody has seen it. Yeah, people seen it. No one's seen their list yet. I would yeah, say. no one's seen their list, and so no one has really had success That's with it. The, yeah, so that was cool for them. Uh, Gogeta, Zeno. Hey man, people have been try- <laughs> people have been trying since it came out because that has one of the coolest looking TPs that actually oh sucks. Oh my though. god, I know it's a terrible card, but it looks so, so cool. good. It looks so good. I'm like, god damn, uh, it's not a bad deck. I actually feel like it's better than Vigex right now. Yeah, I think so too. Like, like you like look the at pressure Vig- you can put on with those one drops. It's high, especially because oh, yeah. the way they play the the Pycon Unison. If you're if you don't have an answer on sometimes they just dead whew. smoked. You know, I played the deck at Leonard's house one time. I, was, I had Haru Haru on board, turn two, gave, gave them 10K each. These were 25K double strike. I said, oh, my For God. One. For ones. I said, mm. I said, this deck a little better than I thought it was. Yeah. But, oh, yeah, yeah. It, it also has really bad draws when it just can't function. So, two sounds about right. I do know people play that deck. That's not yeah. a deck where people aren't playing it. Like, they're 100% playing at every Oh, event. yeah, and people want to make it. It's one of those, we, we get these decks that, which uh, this also, I don't want this to come across negatively because I actually think it's cool. But you get these kind of like um, these like pet decks. Yeah, you know what That's I mean. That's like baby for me, bro. I was yeah. convinced on making that work. Right. Like when nobody believed in it during set eleven, I was like, no, I'm playing this. I I know. Yeah. So, <laughs> like don't don't take as insult. Like Goji is one of those decks. Though definitely, it's one of those decks where like it hasn't been, it, it hasn't seen the success that the people at. Play it. play it regularly wanted to see but they are not going to give up on they're it. not there's no way they're giving up and they just they got another uh pro, they got another they promo just got, come out. yeah another winner promo and you know that. there's a lot of people that want this because the pro the winner tp got bought out mm-hmm. twice now yeah it's a it's one of those things we're not saying insulting but it's, it's definitely one of those like we want to make this work it's like one of those decks that have a huge fan base like yeah, yeah, yeah. which that's cool i get it i'm a fan of the deck actually yeah, i'm a big fan of it i like it a lot uh I just want to look at that winner every time I play the Dragon Ball. Exactly. I said, I need the other winners when they come out. I was mm-hmm. like, I got to get those. Yep. But uh, so that, that doesn't surprise you. The Vigex thing, I guess, man, it's, I, I, I don't know. Like, Vigex is the most budget deck outside of Demigra and the Brainwash No More. And I, I mean, you really want to budget? You just play the Power Rangers. Yeah. And the Power Ranger version ain't that bad, but it's, it's actually a it's, higher ceiling than the Demigra version. It is. Well, yeah, I mean, Demigra isn't a high ceiling deck. Uh, uh, yeah, it's, not, it's like it's like an anti-meta deck. Yeah, and, um, and you're hoping to get the matchups that you do well in. Which right. It's like, the Power Ranger deck can just come in and clap people. Yeah. But there's a lot of answers to it. A lot of answers. Yeah, violent, violent Rays. Violent Rays. The five drop doesn't have barrier. Yeah, it's a lot of things wrong with it. But at yeah. the same time, though, hey, man, get in there. You know? Yeah. I say, like, I mean, Cattle It's Pass- best of one, though, right? Yeah. So, like, what a... What a Best of one, you want to play Power Rangers. That's probably the place to play. Power Pencil, 50 bucks, 40 bucks, something like that right now. Get that's it. insane to me, People too. People are like, hey, man, this, this stuff is good, which is very powerful. So, I mean, it may, I, guess, I would say two is fine. I wouldn't expect to, but. You're not surprising me. Two no, Vigex. yeah, no. But so there's going to be people that run Vigex and they're going to run hot mm-hmm. or they'll cheat. Or whatever. Cheat. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, all right. And then we move into the real rogue decks. This might, uh, I don't know. I'm excited to see your reaction. We'll go one at a time. Uh, num- number one at one top Android 16. That's George, that was George Machado. That's George Machado. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna tell you right now, actually, everybody, I've been playing against that deck a whole lot lately now. Like it's one of the decks on our radar. We're like, okay, set 13. Let's see what this deck's all about. That's a TP coming out. Deck ain't bad. It ain't baby. <laughs> it ain't Bojack. But it ain't bad. I'm not surprised that George, who has a team of very good players, was able to get a deck list together and do well. I'm not surprised. I think the deck, I think there's something there. Uh, I just think that. I think it's also something to it of the art of surprise, right? Yeah. I mean, the art of surprise is there, but it's like people probably just don't understand what's going on when they first read it, which. Right. Art of surprise. <laughs> it's definitely a good deck, though. Like, I don't want to like diminish the deck. Like it, it's a yeah. it's a battle Evo deck. So people just like wrote it all because everybody's like battle Evo decks aren't going to be good. Right. Mm-hmm. I understand that. I, I was on the same boat, actually. But it's actually not bad. It just that TP coming out helps it a lot more than where it's at right now. So right now people are playing like Piccolo Simulated Ability in their deck list, which does get them cards. It's not terrible, but in the same time, is I don't know how good that is in perspective to like the rest of the format. Like, it's so funny that card is almost like a pre Unison Unison. Yeah, it's so funny to think it, about. It and Shinron Figure Majesty remind me of Unison cards. Yeah, they were they, they do. They are really just Unison cards. Mm-hmm. Um, that can be removed. <laughs> yeah, that can so be removed. easy. Yeah, so much easier. They're like, oh, I get rid of that card. Yeah. Like, God damn. I wish, just, I wish there was a way to keep it on the board. I know. Ah, enter Unison Warriors. Yeah. Yep. Um, all right. So next random one of is OG Broly. Um, that doesn't surprise me at all, man. That deck has been catching so much hype since, yeah. since I mean, Demonic sweet. Restraint. Demonic and, Restraint and then Rosie. Yeah. Then Rosie dropped. So I was like, oh, yeah, this deck's definitely topping. Once Rosie dropped, like Rosie's a busted card. <laughs> Rosie's insane, bro. Like, I play a deck online sometimes and I almost always lose with it. But that's because my opponent is better than me at the game. Normally it's not the deck's fault. So I'm just like, this, I, like I look at my hand like, it's a good deck. I was like, at first I thought decks up. You know, I was like, I was like, I don't care what they print for. There's no way this leader that doesn't draw cards on the front side is good. I know it's not bad. I, I was wrong. It's, it's more than it's more than more than good. It's it's solid. I don't expect really to see it top every event, but if you told me a good player played in an event, they top. Yeah, they can top. Um, we've also got a yellow topo. Oh, that guy, he's nuts, bro. <laughs> like I was watching him play that event actually. I like kept watching his games when he was on stream. I played against him. He played against him? He he played Dark Broly in the next event, and he was my only loss against Dark Broly in tournament so far. Nice. He's a solid player, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Topo, shout out to him, man. I love Topo. <laughs> I was like, that's a cool deck. <laughs> uh, I am surprised. Yes. Uh, 100%. <laughs> I actually made a comment. Some people were asking for his deck. I said, why? So you guys could play his deck and scrub out. Like, this, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, you know, that's one of those decks where the guy playing was just good as good at the game, man. Like, I'm not trying to play his deck list because I'm going to fuck it up. This guy put the work in. He worked hard, figured it out, paid off. Uh, that's not a deck list that anybody should be copying. I'm not saying nobody should play Topo, but put the work in and figure it out yourself. Because if he had, you, you take that deck list, you're lost. There's no way. Oh, yeah. No, there's no way. There's no way. You need to it's learn. one of those decks that you build it as you play. Mm-hmm. You like, build it as you play, and you literally, like, every card is, like, teched out. Yeah, the whole, that know? whole deck was teched yeah. out, bro. He was like, yo, these cards are in here because he knew the meta, and this is how he had to play the deck. Yep. So, I mean. It goes to show, though, if there's a deck that you really want to play, and it has a powerful effect. Yeah. I always say, actually, I say, if you find a leader with a unique effect, like that no other cards really have it, 
those are leaders you'd probably be working around. Like I always Yeah, try if to you want to play something rogue. Yeah, I I like don't play don't this. just take a random ass leader. You know, I'm like I'm playing set set four Harudagar or set five whatever wherever Harudagar's from. Like, no, nah, that's not how this works, man. Like rogue Hold is on, a- hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We we have to cut the conversation here. The next deck. Is Harudagarn? Is Harudagarn? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, I remember me and Ryan were talking about this guy. That's um damn, I forget that he's a really good player. Mm-hmm. Uh fuck what's I had name? no idea. I had no idea rooting our top until I looked at the results. Yeah, yo, he was he was about to bubble out in the last round because he lost in round six. So he lost his last round and look, he was about to lose when Ryan was watching this game. But he's a friend of Ryan's. He's really good at the game. So we th- I thought he lost, but uh he won clearly. So I, my statement, my statement remains. <laughs> Don't come in here with your Harudigarn mono blue deck talking about some, oh, yeah, this is my rogue deck. No, no, no. <laughs> like, that's not how this works. That's not how rogue decks do well. Rogue decks do well by having this real powerful effect that plays into the... All, I, I agree with you, though. With it all was the, just funny. Yeah, I mean, actually, that Harudigarn deck that he played does not do anything. Basically, he doesn't, he's not playing it for... He's playing it for the name Harudigarn. He's not playing it for Harudigarn's drawing abilities, though. He's playing Harudigarn hand control. Mm-hmm. So he just like playing all the green stuff, right? So that deck was that deck is cool. Uh, I'm I'm surprised it did well though. Uh, and then the last top is green go tanks. Sure. Um, <laughs> yeah. If you know me, you no, know I don't like that green go tanks deck. No, I don't either. <laughs> I I have not been a fan of it since this came out. Um, I it's just go tanks. Grim Reaper is a worse version of Demigra. And I'm just like, why y'all still playing this? But I agree with you. Yeah. The, but I will say the only the only thing I do say about the deck is it is a great deck if you are new to Dragon Ball. Oh yeah, and just so, want to learn how to play. It's so simple. It's very simple, very linear. And it, I mean, when you're if you're first getting Dragon Ball and you're fucking playing two to play this twenty five k dual attacker and you have a unison that has the <laughs> craziest ult I've ever seen, you're just like, yeah, man, this got to be good. Like, like this is a fun game. <laughs> I mean, I did play Alan Davis this past Sunday round one playing Gotenks. We drew. I, was, I also tried to disrespect him. Though. I was like, I'm not playing this Mechie Kibora game two. When I beat him after game one, should play Mechie Kibora. He slapped <laughs> me game two. I said, all right, bro, we're going to play Mechie Kibora game three. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that deck is good, man. I, I hate it. Uh, shouldn't be a thing. But somehow, it is a thing. It's, But uh, it's not something you expect to see top. But I guess good players playing it will do well, you know, given the right matchups. Um. So, yeah, this is... Basically everything, though. That's all the tops that we've had in the recent organized play tournaments. Uh, any any last thoughts on any of those, on the, just the meta in general right now? I think that this meta is so wide open that people are having wrong perceptions of decks, to be honest. Like, you'll hear you'll hear on a week-to-week basis somebody say, this is the best deck, this is the best deck. There Chase, isn't one. There is honestly no best deck. There's a deck, there are two decks that you probably should just play if you're playing in a tournament. If you're looking for success, there's Dark Broly and Baby and Bo One. Those are yep, two. Those, I agree. Those are the two decks. King Piccolo, I say, is a very good deck. Like, I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. I, I expect if you're a good player, you play King Piccolo. I expect you to top or come close to topping. You know what I mean? Be right. in those winning ends. Yeah. But or you're gonna bubble out. There you go. But you're gonna up. you're going to be top twenty five percent. Yeah, you're gonna be is that you'll be top twenty five percent, hundred percent. Uh, but Dark Broly and Baby are two decks that just decks aren't prepared to deal with what they do. Right. Dark Broly is a bunch of free 30Ks messing with your opponent's hand. Baby's a whole lot of telling your opponent no. Uh, decks can't play through those things. 
So those are the two decks. If you like, you're like, man, I really want to get those winter stamp cards. I'm sleeving up one of those. Me personally, I'm sleeving up baby. But like, I can understand why some of them say I'm going with Dark Broly. The bad part about it is Dark Broly doesn't top, really top too often when Baby's in the room, like when people are actually playing Baby. So that's the other reason why I'd go with Baby, just because if people are playing Baby, I don't want to be playing Dark Broly. Right. That, that's a bad place to be at. You're just like, damn, if I play against these Baby players and they play the main board answers to all my cards like they should, I'm in a bad spot. So, yeah. Because Archetype versus Archetype, Dark Broly is superior to Baby, actually. I, I'm not even trying to act like it's not. Like if you just look at like what the color to color, what they do, I would go Dark Broly. But as soon as you start playing Hit Deli Vanguards and Max Power Command Mayhaws and cards like that, that just crumbles to baby. So, yeah, I, I agree. I definitely agree. No, I think baby's still a great call. Now, last question I'll ask you about the meta, because um, because I know we've we've had people wanting us to talk more about baby, and I was like, I need to wait because I'd rather Mike tell <laughs> you about baby. Um, Super combos. Uh, yes. So now your super combo needs to be Zeno. All four? All four super yeah. combos need to be yep. Zeno. Um, I, back in set 11, I played four Zenos. Uh, I have a deck profile on Joey Paladino's pay, on his cross worlds. It's me playing four Zenos. Um, it was right then. I switched to Fajitas, the draw two bottom. people didn't respect people Baby. People didn't respect Baby at all. It was just off the radar. No one cared about the deck. So I switched to, switched to Fajitas because... Why not? If people, I can draw two cards, it's not going to matter. Nobody respects the deck. It let me be more offensive. But now people respect the deck again, meaning that I got to dodge DB6 bullets. I got to dodge True Fighting Spirits. I got to dodge sketchy-ass cards like Effigito Unison now. Like, just every sketchy card you can imagine, they're all coming into play now because people are digging for answers against the deck. And also, yeah. Mecha Frieza forces you. A good Mecha Frieza player can force you into needing that card. Like, they can get your energy tapped in a way that you just, they you're, can. you're stuck. It's frustrating. So it's just like, you have to have Zeno to get out of those situations because they are a giant single strike deck. Like their double strikes are only for game. Most of the time. Well, I say 99% of the time you might get hit by a war cry, but you can come out a war cry. So it doesn't even matter. So I'm back on four Zeno, Zeno super combos. Uh, and, and going into set 13, I'm going to continue playing four. So l- let's say this, let's say you're at six life. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Mecha taps out, plays Warcry and swings. I'm taking it. You're going to four. Yeah, I'm going to four. Okay. I'm going to four. I'm letting my opponent take me to four every time, even three, if it's like they got it lined up that way, mm-hmm. as long as none of it's crit. Right. I'm concerned about the crit. Like that, that, that five life crit attack got me nervous. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now, if it's five, if, if it's five life, they got the crit attacker. I'm like, maybe. But then if I look at their deck, I know their archetype that they don't play hand control in their deck. I'll probably just take the double strike crit there also. Right. Because I know they can't mess up my hand. So I'll be okay. But realistically, I'm taking all four life to the hand from Mecha. Mecha ain't got yep. no crit. Yeah, I agree. And they can give me all five if they wanted to. They're they're never because their deck is just a big single strike deck. So it's fine. Yeah. Uh I will some advice. I, I watched someone playing baby the other day in one of the webcams. Uh, it wasn't nobody we know or anything. It just I just popped in random gank. I like to pop in. I watched him get blown out, actually. He took the bait. He goes, play my unison turn three, draw, do they do the baby stuff, pass. He had baby hatch in his hand. He baby hatches his opponent. He goes into his turn. He goes attack with uh, baby hatch. So goes Kai unison. Not Kai, but Kai CR. And he lost his hatch. He lost his draw. And he lost his draw. Lost his lost his lost his leader draw. Lost his unison and lost that baby hatch because he played to never play both of them at the same time. 
Uh, and if you do play both at the same time, you need one energy up so you can max power command Mayha the Kai off the board so they can't wipe your unison. Every deck that plays Kai on your unison in that situation, if you can just remove the Kai, you'll win the game. So that's why I never play my unison on three anymore. Like I've learned, you just you just don't you can't do it this format. You have to go play the unison on four and up. Yeah, I was gonna say there's there's games where I don't play the unison until five or six. Yep, that happens all the time as well. It's like yeah. four and up is. But I, I do I I've it's funny you say that because I've noticed the same thing. People want to they get that SCR on their hand, they want to shotgun it. Mm-hmm. It's one like baby hatch. Like I play games. I, there are games where I baby hatch from turn two, turn three. I don't even use it. I don't. I end up never needing it. So I'm like, fine. I won't use it. But the moment you put yourself in a situation where you shotgun it out there with the unison, if you can't remove that Kai, if they play it on your play it on your turn, on your turn of attacks, you're in trouble. You're, yep. you're losing all your advantage. So tip, never put both of them out at the same time. Yeah, I agree. You're better off holding that card to the last, the last attack that you just can't handle. <laughs> you're just like, yeah, I can't handle this one. All right, baby yep. hatch. So cool. Well, Got a bunch of tips for baby from this one and definitely a good meta analysis. So hopefully that helps you all. Um, let's go ahead and jump into some results of training. Results of training. All right. Uh, so for my results of training, let's see. Oh man. So the day before the tournament, I was like, I need to play against the matchups that like I know aren't good or that mm-hmm. I are random, bro. I was I just had a bad day. <laughs> I had a bad day of testing. I, I was playing against Armando and Sublet and they were just clapping me. I said, I, I even told, I said, I don't think I've ever lost this many games in a row in my life. My whole <laughs> career of Dragon Ball. I don't think I've ever lost this many games. Yeah, those two really good players, man. Armando, oh Armando's God. been hot. He's, Armando has been hot. He's top. He's, I feel bad for him though. He's been making fifth place in like every regional. Like everyone he's competed in, he's got fifth place. I was like, Oh my God. That's, <laughs> that's tough. Like bubbling out, not even like oh my, oh. it feels well, bad. The next one he'll get. He'll, he'll get, get the next he'll, one. He'll, yeah, he'll get there. But uh, man, hand destruction's hard. Hand, oh, he, he was playing this goofy cell expert deck, hand destruction deck. I like it. I said, "What the hell are you doing, bro?" He was playing all these goofy ass cards, and I was sitting there with baby, and I was like, "Why don't I have a hand?" <laughs> Uh, I say, yeah, baby's real bad against hand control. I hope hand control does not become a thing again. Uh, and then um, it probably will, though. Yeah, <laughs> at, at it, this pro- rate. it probably will at this rate. But, but yeah, it's 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 rough. And then I was like, all right. So I'm playing against Sublet, and he's playing Agrosin. And oh my god, I need just need the dirty burst. I just yeah, I didn't get that. Uh, I, we did try a tech. We we were testing this out because we were talking about the matchup a lot. Because Sublet actually just built baby. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just playing our list. And um, we talked about, I want to hear what you think about this live on the show. We talked about playing Desperate Measures to bounce the rage. Yes, that's fine. That's more than fine. I used to play Desperate Measures okay. at one point. Not this, not set 12 or set 11. Uh, I used to play Desperate Measures for Red Broly. Yeah. I like, yo, bounce that shit. They're like, damn, that's pretty good. It's also real good if like you could you could play the bo- the Bulma. She also works as well against rage. She's not yeah. bad. Well, because another play I thought of too is cool. I don't know. Desperate measures really isn't bad right now. No, because because like red, like you said, red broly. I I wish I drew it against the red my red broly opponents, but I couldn't fucking draw it. <laughs> um, but the other thing we talked about was against launch. Put the piccolo back. Well, not only that, you bounce your Goten back, mm-hmm. and then you Goten the Gogeta yeah. again. It's no, hilarious. It's not bad. I I actually think that's fine. Like I mean, if you put main desert measures, it's fine. There are there are some tech spots in the deck. Obviously, like you know, if you play the deck, there's like a there's like a solid like 
eight spots that are like movable. Yeah. Oh, definitely. So it's like it's fine right there. I just had it sided. I sided too. I was and like whatever. Sideboard right now, there's only like six mandatory cards in that sideboard. So yeah. I say you got plenty of room. I Desert Measures is a fine call against right. the rage. I think Dirty Burst is the card though. To oh be yeah, honest. I cited three. I literally brought in two Desperate Measures, three Dirty Burst. Yeah, I think like I just think Dirty Burst is the card against that deck. Um, but it, man, you, like you just got to see it though. There's another one, the card that I was playing for the match. I was playing the Great Sandman Blocker. Oh, that's pretty cool. I didn't yeah. think about playing that. You, if you go first, you just Great Sandman Blocker, and they just their deck actually crumbles. They just like, yeah, I'm done. Hmm. That so, is actually really cool. Yeah, because it'll untap energy. Also, that's the other part about it. Right. Like, yeah, it untaps the energy. It's just nothing they can really do here. So that was cool. Uh, I mean, it's, it's it's a couple things like that. Um, Dang, that's actually I want to try that. That's, yeah, that's real cool. It's not it's not bad. Uh, it's just not relevant against a lot of other matchups. Right, right. So it's like, is it worth that spot? Yeah. So it's like that's that. It's like, is it worth that spot? You gotta make that hard call. And I mean, maybe it is. Maybe it's not. I don't know. I'd imagine you have to be on the play. You guys do have to be on the play for it. Yeah, Desert Measures is probably just better on either one. But the problem with Desert Measures either being better on either one is it might, they still could go off if their hand is. Yeah, they permanent. can still go off. It only just delays it. Yeah, it just delays it. So but sometimes that that's little good. Sometimes delay is that's all a, you need. Sometimes that's enough, and other times it's not enough. It's one of those things where, also, you know, if you windmill slam your unison, though, against them, right, you probably win also. Um, You go unison, and then you can, when they go to play the eight drop, once you remove it, because if you max power the unison on turn two, on turn, I mean, not unison, but the eight drop, and then on turn three, you play your unison, you can then just uh, bounce it back to their hand. They won't have a board to be able to do it. So that's that's an option also. So you... Remove the eight drop on turn two from them, right? But only if you remove it on turn two. Yeah, only if you remove it on yeah. turn two. If you don't right. remove it... Well, yeah, that makes sense. And then yeah. you just bounce it the next. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. So it's things like... there's like It's things like that. Dirty Burst is just... I mean, I'm, I'm maining Dirty Burst, even in my best of three list right now. I just have two Dirty Bursts on my main board. How many uh, are you siding? Zero. Okay. Zero. I have zero on my side right now for it. Um, Cause I sided three and I just can't, still can't draw the damn card. That's rough. Uh, and then UI Goku also helps. Like that card's good. That's the thing, also, right? Like you, UI Goku's tough though. Yeah, you gotta, it, be, on, you you gotta, gotta be on a play. Yeah. Uh, on the draw is terrible. There's just not enough answers for it. If they draw well, it kind of sucks. It's actually my only loss when I was at the Miami Invitational in Swiss was just that deck. I was like, yeah. I two owed every other deck. That was that, and that deck two owed the shit out of me. I was like, God damn, this deck's good. So sin that aggro sin is strong. Dirty burst is just the is the go to play, I think, at this point. Oh, also Mechie Kabora though. That's also just like the gas against them. If you just mechie them, just mechie them. It buys you enough time. It's like so if you go on turn two, mechie, they can't play their cards when they're on turn three. Then you go to your turn three. You're like, all right, cool. I'm upholding a lot of cards at this point. There's no way I fucking lose. So on two, what is the best call for Mackie? Uh, on the draw, uh, I'm calling Selzino. Mm-hmm. You're what not, about on the play. Uh, I'm call on the play. I'm calling Omega Shinra. Omega eight. Shinra, right? Omega Shinra eight, and then I'm killing their Nuova. <laughs> uh, I'm coming to kill the Nuova next. So, and then that would also allow you on the play to play your Unison. On three, and then just bounce it back to their hand. They're just like stuck again. So you get you get a lot of options at that point. On the on the play, you're so favored against them. On the draw, they're favored. But if you draw dirty burst, it doesn't matter. So it just depends. Yeah. What about uh? What about your testing? I know you've probably got a, a lot to talk about. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. See, in my testing, I've I've been testing set thirteen to be honest. Um, 
Set 12 is kind of solved, it feels like. I mean, obviously, the Surge Cell deck is, like, one of the decks that we've been messing with for this format and, like, the next format. But I've been testing the King Vegeta BR deck a lot. That deck is nuts. The new King Vegeta coming out of set 13. Uh, it's probably the best red deck. Uh, we've been playing Bojack. That's a real good deck. It's uh gives Baby a run for its money. It's the top of the blue, best blue deck in the format, actually. The reason why it's probably not best blue deck is just because it doesn't draw itself. Like it's a deck that doesn't draw. But if that Bojack leader said draw on it, it'd be better than Baby. Like, I, I wow, it just doesn't draw. So you just fall short on cards. What um what what cards? Because actually, I've had it, I had a couple of people reach out to me and ask me about Bojack, and I was like, I don't know, bro. I'm not testing set thirteen yet. Um, what what are cards that we think we should let our listeners know to pick up now? Current format. There's like, like nothing. That, no, th- no, I mean like cards if they yeah, want to play these exactly. decks. There's no cards. There's no cards. There's no cards right now. I mean, Golden Avenger. I would say get your Golden Avengers if you don't have them. But they, it's a de- the archetype is so large in the deck that you end up only playing mostly Bojack's archetype cards. But like you do have 17, 17s in your deck, so you don't have turning tie, which is now a $20 rare, which is insane. Hilarious. Actually, I've been waiting for this. I, I, I think I still have a bunch of them. I used to have a bunch of them. I gave them away at one point, but I do have like five or six left still, though. Uh, Turn Tide and the Golden Avenger are cards you need. And obviously, God Ceiling Trunks. These are cards you need for the deck, yes. Uh, but there's no like little small. Oh, Sensu Beans. If you want to foil Sensu Beans, it's the time to buy them because they're going to go up again soon. Uh, but yeah, there's nothing really like current format that or current card pool that you need for a deck besides okay. those cards. But you think blue baby still stays on top. Blue baby is still the best blue deck. Yeah. yeah. Cause it draws. It's like literally the word draw a card is written on the card. And Bojack does not say draw a card. Mm-hmm. If that leader said, when this card attacks, draw a card. I think it might be better. Maybe. Wow. <laughs> I'm like real close to saying it's better, but it doesn't say draw a card. So you could just get gassed out. Um, but King JBR, that's that deck. You get your red staples. That deck is insane. Uh, I, I love that deck. It's probably the best red control that we've seen in a long time. Like, I haven't seen it. Haven't I mean, we're having a 14, 15 card hand on turn three with five life awakened. Uh, neg 20K to the first card played if you want. Or you can do it just neg 10K and just keep negging your opponent's board. Your opponent, your opponent can't attack you at 20Ks or lower on the turn they played. That's insane. Like, that's most of the game, right? 20K and lower. The only deck that only decks I feel like that deck's losing to is Baby and Dark Broly. And it can even beat Dark Broly and Baby. But like those are the decks that it's going to lose to if it's going to lose to a deck. That's what it feels like. Uh Mecha is insane. Uh, you know. Like that still think it's tier zero? I think that uh the word tier zero means it would be like fifty percent or more of the topping cut. It won't be fifty percent or more. It it baby's better. Baby's better than in the matchup, and the fact baby's a real deck to people now means it's not gonna be tier zero. So no, uh, but it is now really good though against King Piccolo, which was a huge boost because it was horrible against King Piccolo before, and now it's good against King Piccolo, which changes a lot for the deck. Being being able to like win the King Piccolo matchup now gives it a lot more points across the field than it had. Uh, King Cold is a playable green deck. It's just Turles. With a different like look to it, but it's just turtles. Uh, Android sixteen. Uh, those cards are already pricey. I would say pick them up, but those cards are literally already <laughs> pricey because the Android hype. But that deck is good in set thirteen. That TP does a lot for the deck. So if you weren't interested, buy a TP as soon as possible because once the deck starts topping, 
with that TP. You know, we know how that goes every time. Um, the Android stand, the twin Android deck, the yellow one, it's not bad. It's not good though. Uh, and then the what's the other yellow deck? Oh my god, it's not good. Both the extra, the other yellow and the other green chilled. And what is the other yellow deck? Oh, Gohan, future Gohan. That deck sucks. Uh, it would have been good if it didn't have to rely on having so many pieces. Like, it's just like a giant, I need a piece. I need a piece. I need a piece. It's a piece deck. So it's just like. Just bricks. Yeah. You can just draw very bad and the deck won't do anything. Uh, Meki Kabora, very good. I was actually, that was, so I haven't looked too far into it, but that was the one deck that stood out to me as something that was interesting. Yeah, Meki Kabora is very good. The battle cards that you play aren't that great, but you play them for cheap enough that it's good. You know, like, they're not great battle cards. They're not like a bunch of, like, uh, how King Piccolo has very good battle cards. It's not like that. But they're also not terrible. So it's like, this is fine. And the leader's, leader's effect is amazing. Uh, the Kai deck... That's a trap. That is one awful deck. If you don't overwhelm, if you miss an overwhelm because your opponent counters you, your deck falls apart. Right. So that's a no go. You just kill yourself. You just, yeah, you you signed up to lose the moment you sl- you sl- register that deck. Um, I'm not a big fan of that deck at all. Uh oh, and the Gohan Ramp deck. That leader is okay. I like it. The engine is cool. I don't think that it does enough to compete with the set 13 like for, format we're going to see. I think that there's, it's just missing something. Uh, those energy fortification cards are very good though, but it's just, it just feel like you're, you're spinning wheels too much to get, get where you need to be at. So it's, it's a deck that's like fine. If Gohan's not good in the matchup, the deck just loses though. You're really relying on that Gohan just being good. And if that Gohan's not good, the deck's terrible. So, yeah. Uh, but I say that for current format, I've been testing the set sevens of Masu leader. <laughs> that deck's cool. I should be dropping my deck list in the discord probably by the end of the week for people to take a look at and be able to play. Uh, I like that deck in the current format. It's a road deck that I can see doing well. Um, another road deck that I've been playing lately is the U7 Frieza leader with the just a victory strike with the, off the off the new cards. Swap it into it. It's It's fine. There's like enough U7 cards you can play to do it. And just, you just draw a lot. So I was like, yeah, this is cool. A lot of negates help you get there. Um, what else have I been playing that's current format? There's something. I'm just, oh, Cooler. Uh, yeah, playing the, Cooler. The, the, yeah, the Trey Faircloth special. Uh, that deck is fun. <laughs> that's a fun deck. I won't say good, but it's fun, though. Like, because I've been playing a lot of Untap, and it's just really annoying to make people mill cards. So let me play cooler. And I mean, little do I know, it's not bad against the format. Like it's, it's fine. I just wouldn't play it because of Dark Broly being a deck, but it definitely does what it wants to do. You're milling people out routinely. Oh, and the H H Android 18 mil deck. That is a real deck. Uh, Oh yeah. That's hilarious. Like we, there was people talking about that the other day in the discord actually. That's such a real deck. I was like, someone sent me a list. They're like, try this out. I was like, sure. Uploading untapped. Let's play it. I was like, oh man, I didn't read that Android 16 card correct. The Android 16 card makes two tokens. Yeah. I was like, oh nah. <laughs> I was like, that's known for a million cards. A million. Like, I was like, there's no way that I'm making four tokens a turn. 
That's crazy. Four tokens a turn is a lot of tokens you make in a turn. Because when it was two, it was like, sure. Four? So yeah, it's, it's pretty it's it's pretty good, but uh I don't know if it'll top, but I think it's solid. All right. Well, that wraps up our Turtle School Weekly Focus. Hopefully everyone enjoyed that. Um, Before we do wrap up today's episode, we have to drop our sponsor spotlight, as we alluded to in the beginning of the episode, with Chris Anderson dropping some really sweet news. Um, After that, the episode will wrap up. Um, Hopefully you enjoy it. And yeah, here we go. All right, everybody, we are doing our sponsor spotlight segment today. We have a very special guest on. We have Chris Anderson of Spiral Maui Graphics. Uh, Chris, what's going on, man? Yo, it's going great, actually. Business has been booming. and Business is booming. A lot of awesome leaders <laughs> down the stretch line, right? <clears throat> man, I've been... Uh, I love following your page and like just seeing all the reveals because the art you make is always so sick. I'm like, yo, when is Bandai just going to pick you up? <laughs> yeah, I've kind of thought about it. Um, of just contacting them directly again and being like, yo, if you guys want, I can uh, do a collab with you for some tournament prizes. But just figured they'll eventually catch on, you know? Right, dude? I'm like, man, looking at your art and then their art sometimes, I'm like, mm, Bandai's doing this wrong. <laughs> but just, uh, just wait when we have a real a real person uh, world's championship and then the top two people at the end finals are going to be rocking them. And they're like, okay, those are really cool. Let's get on that. Yeah, we, so. we need this. <laughs> well, uh Chris, man, why don't we start this off? Uh, I'll just kind of pass the uh, pass the torch over to you and just kind of talk about what you do and um, all the dope things that you design all the time for the community. Okay, cool. Well, so I actually do a lot more than just the Dragon Ball Super cards. Um, I've been doing logos, business cards, like more on a professional standpoint for like 15 years now. And just really wanted to get into cards because, you know, I play DBS for half of living anyway. And, uh, when I saw those, uh, metal cards from Nats, I was like, you know, I could do better than that or do like just as cool instead of paying $2,000 for one. And so that's kind of where this started, especially because, so my main business is an art. Um, I run an art gallery. It's actually the oldest one in Hawaii. Oh, that's yeah. I didn't even know that. That's cool. Yeah, 40, 45 years actually, and I'm um, getting ready to take ownership of it. So that's going to be exciting. What? And we do fine art, fine art photography on metal. And that's kind of where that idea came from was doing what we do for photography, but for cards. So. That's genius, bro. That's so <laughs> cool, actually, that you just took your like profession and was like, okay, let me do something dope for the Dragon Ball community. Like that that's so cool, man. Yeah, it's been good because uh when I show the owner, I'm like, look how successful this business has been. And you can see that I can apply this to the gallery. And um, I've learned a lot from both ends of it. So being able to mix your passion with your career is kind of like the dream so absolutely bro absolutely uh well well that's that's awesome man i had no idea actually that you were the oldest one the oldest gallery in hawaii that's actually really cool (laughs) um 
Well, cool. So yeah, so if you guys are longtime listeners of the podcast, you already know all about Spiral Maui. Um, but if for some reason you didn't or you are a new listener, you definitely want to check them out. Seriously, he does the best work when it comes to custom leaders and metal. These metal leaders are so nice. I regularly play with mine and every time someone comments on it, like every time someone's like, whoa, what's that? (laughs) Like, that's sweet. And I'm like, yes, bro. Go talk to Chris. (laughs) But, um, but yeah, man, so I'm, I'm stoked that you're finally on and, and we're getting to chat a little bit and I know we have some, some big things coming up. Um, so why don't we talk a, a little bit about it? We'll start with the, uh, with the tournament. We've got the hermit style tournament coming up and we've got two different things going on with that. As everyone knows, we started our hermit style locals. It's like, uh, it's like webcam locals. So you can jump in, um, every other week and just play. It's a little bit little bit more uh, relaxed setting than it would be in like a hyper competitive tournament, but we're also doing the hermit style world tournament. Uh, it's going to be on May 8th and that one will be a much bigger event and very competitive. Uh, we're hoping it's going to be a great time for everyone involved. We've got some dope prizing, the best of all being what Chris is going to do. Um, so Chris, why don't you talk a little bit about what first place we'll get in the tournament? So as you guys know, I do have a leader request form uh, at the top of the page where people can request whatever leader they want. And then it goes into the list of things to do. But for first place, whatever leader you top with or whatever leader you want, I'm going to make you your own custom art for it. Uh, Might even hit up a couple of the artists I know and try to make it completely original for you, but uh, make it super worth it. Oh man, that's going to be sick. And, um, I think we talked before the, I believe the hermit style logo will be incorporated on it and champion on it. Is that, is that still, is that still a go? <laughs> Definitely. I mean, luckily your logo is sunglasses, so I can kind of go on anybody with eyes <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll make it, I'll make it look really cool. There's a lot of ideas for new leaders I have coming down the pipeline. So I'm going to try testing out a few of those on this prize card for you. Nice. Nice. Yes. So guys get in that. Um, we're so stoked and Chris, thank you too. a huge shout out and thank you to you for doing this. Uh, we're so appreciative and I know our, our listeners are too. And don't worry. Um, if I see you guys and if I see you in the finals and I win, I'll still let you get your prize card. So I would make it for myself. <laughs> so kind. <laughs> right. A giving and humble man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. That's cool. Uh, so yeah, Hermistyle World Tournament again, May 8th, jump in that win that metal leader. It'll be a one of one, the only one to ever be designed. You'll be the coolest kid on the block. Um, all right. And maybe we'll, we'll save the, the second announcement of what we're doing for April to the end of this segment here. Um, but we haven't actually had a chance before to just kind of shoot the shit and and talk a little bit just about Dragon Ball in general. So now I think is the perfect time. Um, 
I don't even know, like when, when did you said you were around for something like half of it or something? Like when did you start playing Dragon Ball? Um, actually as when it very first came out. Oh, when it, so okay. I okay. played Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. I played Yu-Gi-Oh competitively for like 20 years. So since like 95, whenever it came out. Wow. And, nice. Uh, <clears throat> we went to go buy, we were, my friend and I were going to go buy uh, some cards. Shout out to Jared. Uh, and we saw these new Dragon Ball Super cards. I'm like, oh, this looks cool. And he's like, yeah, let, let's do it for a joke. Since they don't have the Yu-Gi-Oh packs, we'll both buy a pack each. This is set one, mind you. And so we open it. I get complete garbage. He gets like a Beerus SR. I'm like, that's that looks cool. You know, I'm going to go buy some more. And then like we literally buy every one they had at Target. And uh, <laughs> we're... We're like, why is this sensu being worth so much money? And then we just started playing from there. Um, <clears throat> yeah, oh, it was a man. bit more relevant in the old old days. So that's funny. I <laughs> also remember going to Target and buying them out when the game first dropped because you couldn't find it anywhere. Like local game stores were sold out, and they're like people would legitimately be posting online about like, Hey, I figured out what time target stocks. And like, we'd be like showing up <laughs> when they'd be putting the packs in the shelves just to try and get, just to get these cards because they were so hard to find. Yeah. It was cool too. Cause, uh, the other community of like Vanguard players, the guy who runs that had been waiting for dragon ball super. So he had all of those promotional starter decks come in and then, we kind of like killed both groups and just kind of all did DBS. So it was like super big until like set three when uh, everyone started moving off island, basically. Oh, I, I thought you were going to say around set three when, when Mecha Frieza came in. <laughs> it made everyone quit playing. <laughs> right. It was funny, actually. I um, My friend and I were really big on the um, getting Mecha Frieza as hyped as it was. I think it was scotch scotch tea or something like when he was oh scotch tie and we were all yeah we were all uh streaming playing mecha frieza and we're like this is gonna be the most broken deck ever and then it just blows out of proportion so man oh man uh, so many memories mecha frieza hand destruction was right? probably my favorite of all the different versions that were, were floating around but uh, we, we talk about this on the podcast quite a few times, but I still just can't believe there is that regional. I think it was in California. I don't remember exactly. Yeah. 31. My Mecha friend went to that, actually. He was at it. Okay. Yep. He was 31. He was one of the top, actually. Oh, so. man. Well, I want, I can't, I wish I remembered. I think Mike knows. I think he even said on the podcast, I can't remember what the one deck was, but like, what a legend. Like, that guy came in and stopped with it, <laughs> the only deck that wasn't Mecha Frieza. <laughs> it was SS3 Goku, actually. Oh, it was SS3. Okay. Makes sense. The other broken. Yeah, leader. I think. <laughs> right. Basically. Um, which I was on him super quick, too. Like, when uh, Swap came out, Same. I was like, yeah, um, I was like, "This is the best leader." And then people started playing Rudigar. I'm like, "No, SSC." Mm-hmm. So, yep, I was the same way. I specifically remember being at my locals. Uh, we were at a shop in Norfolk upstairs. Um, just everyone was just talking, and we were talking about because they had just gotten revealed. And I was like, "Yo, 
this leader is nuts. And everyone's like, eh, it's all right. I'm like, y'all are crazy. <laughs> I was like, this says untap right. three. Do you know how much I can do now on your turn? I can do everything on my turn and everything on your turn. And they're like, mm, I don't know. Fast forward a few months later. <laughs> that was right. all you saw. When uh, they're like, when unbreakable Goku was really strong and they're like, wow, drawing one in 10K. Yeah, you're like, what? Turn, that's so broken. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So so funny how the oh. game's evolved. Um well what what decks are you are you playing right now, man? Um well I have literally just about every deck kind of built right now. I've just been trying to figure out which one. Uh OG Broly was super fun. It's a little too linear, so I just picked up the rest of the pieces. I think I'm gonna play Sin because it's like the nice, first nice. time and a very long time. Yeah, I felt like Dragon Ball, a Dragon Ball deck had lots of different options. So um, it's it's kind of between that. I'm a blue player at heart. So I'm just trying to like figure out what blue deck I want to play because it's like the weakest one right now. The weakest color, I think. It's all that blue baby. Come on now. <laughs> it's not even a blue deck. It's like just <laughs> negate deck. <laughs> It's Mecha Frieza in disguise. <laughs> oh man. Um with Sin, or do you want to go more the aggro route or the control route? So I kinda wanna go more mid range. Um, okay. Okay. I really like the aggro route, but the pan and the rage shin run, you know, taking yourself down to two just feels like you're you're asking to die faster, especially in So glass cannony. <laughs> yeah. But it's strong. It's like basically you see Cell Secret, you're gonna win. Not you know like eight times out of ten. Oh yeah. So. Oh yeah. That I mean, it's crazy powerful. I mean, we saw it last weekend. It, uh, there is a ton of representation in Top Cut with Sin. Yeah, and the best part was it was like half of them were aggro and half of them were control. So it, yep. I mean, like I think SS three honestly was the last format where we had you know, that much diversity in a leader. Um, Cause right now it's pretty straight cut, you know, with slight variations for most decks. Yeah. I think the only, the only other one I can think of right like this second, that's like, like pretty competitive is launch. Cause you can play like the red blue list with cat blow. You can play like just a strict like red green as aggressive as launch can be. And then you've got that like, um, tricolor strategy that's a little bit more mid rangey and can kind of it can kind of bounce back and forth between like do I want to be aggressive do I want to sit back it can kind of you, you can kind of dictate how the game goes that's I think that's the only other deck though I can think of that even has multiple versions yeah that that's true um, I actually do like launch and speaking of if you guys haven't tuned in yet just posted a reveal trailer for her on the gold art so bro oh man it's sick it's funny actually little artist uh secret i made the highlight colors red blue and green because of the colors that she plays in the deck oh man so. see bro oh <laughs> you're too nice with this bro <laughs> like <laughs> that's some that's right. some next level like big brain play bro oh man Nice. Nice. Yeah. Just wait until you guys see the backside and you'll, 
I think uh, you're going to flip out for it. So. Yeah, you're uh, you're all of your gold series leaders. I oh, they're so cool. I love them. Like that is hands down my favorite line that you do is all the, all. But I I I just like gold, so it could just be me. But it it it's funny. I only wanted to do like three every six months, and I just so many requests for them. And I actually really enjoy making them because it's a lot more drawing and like uh, doing tool line art um and then coloring everything so it's it's a lot more um to you know to whatever i want and uh i'll just give you guys a little teaser only for the people listening on the podcast podcast um i'm working on a dark broly oh baby and i have yeah i have one of um the artists in our gallery actually working on some uh line art for him so that way the pose and everything should be uh, unique. Nice. Oh, man, I'm stoked for that. I actually recently took apart my Dark Broly deck. Mm. I got to put it back together now. <laughs> right. Speaking of, I have Dark Broly too to play, but I'm like one of those guys, which I'm sure a lot of you are, where it's like when you just see a bunch of representation of a deck, you like, inadvertently don't want to play it you're like i don't want to be the following the crowd you know i do that often i do that often it actually really broke my heart when the vigex off the bat was like so popular because as soon as it was announced i was like oh i like this i'm gonna try this deck out and then i tried it and i was i was iffy on it at first and then after i got a few reps and i was like okay this is gonna be my deck and i stuck with it and it's popularity throughout was like oh i always thought about moving off of it just because how popular it was so i totally get that (laughs) oh man it's kind of funny too when you think about it it's like when you look at the whole history of major events black has basically been the dominating color um for the majority of dbs when you think about it yeah for, for for a lot of it yeah Especially recently, especially, yeah, I mean, Toa. for like the past year or two. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then man, we did have Toa. Yeah. And then Shenron and then Super Shenron. Yeah. And then um, the Jax, Dark Broly. There, there's like one or two more. Even. Um, yeah. Basically, since set five. Others. Yep. Which I don't mind, honestly. It's, it's good because. Bandai knows this, so they haven't given them really any good counterplays to kind of try to balance it out, I guess. Yo, if if black gets broken counterplays, oh my god. <laughs> that, that it'll be too much, bro. They black cannot get broken counterplays like the other colors. <laughs> oh it would be good though to give black like one control deck because they I guess they don't really have an identity still. I think, honestly, um, most Bandai has done a good job like making identities for the colors, except um, what, I guess yellow is pretty good, uh, good now. Red is still kind of all over the place, and I feel like black, um, while it seems like it's more aggro, still is kind of floating on its identity. Oh yeah, there, there's there's a lot of ways you can play. I mean, multiple colors. I mean, even you look at green, right? Like green has two of the most aggressive decks in the format, 
reboot Gohan and Majin Vegeta. But when you just exclude those two leaders and think of green, you don't think of aggro. <laughs> like you think of like OG Broly, right. hand destruction, like KOing cards, things like that. You you do not think of like hyper when you think of hyper aggressive, everyone thinks of red, but realistically we don't often see hyper aggressive red decks. A lot of times we see a lot of those control cards, like the Kaioken Goku that blows stuff up. We see like, I mean, Invoke is a red blue deck, but still all the red cards it plays that are so controlling. It's, it is funny. There are some, definitely some identity issues with the colors. But I think next set is going to do that. It's going to fix that for red because that red negate is just so good. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Any yeah. uh, any decks you're excited to play? Uh, the Meki, Meki Kabura, I'm super excited for. Uh, probably Red Gogeta, because he has a very solid engine. It's just like the Prophet of Demise Gogeta doesn't have any really good red extra cards, cards which is being mitigated now. And... Um, yeah, it's it's kind of like there. There's a couple of cards in the set that really are exciting me. So, yeah, definitely. I I always I haven't played a deck, a Gogeta deck, but I have wanted to ever since I saw the art for the Technique Unchained, the SPR. I said, "Oh my god, this art is beautiful!" <laughs> like mm, that that card looks so nice. Yeah. I actually have everything from like set six stamped and like max rarity. And I'm just like, I'm, it's coming one day, one of these days. Getting it. <laughs> so. Nice, nice, man. All right. Well, why don't we, uh, why don't we drop this, uh, the big news? Uh, I guess part of the big news was the tournament, but the other half of the big news is, uh, is what we're doing for the month of April. Um, so if you want to, I'll let you take it away. So I love uh, all the support that you guys give. Um, and I, if I could give away all of my leaders to just show you that I support it, I would. Um, <laughs> but alas, I can't. But I can at least do another giveaway um, through Hermit Style and UniX DBS. Uh, I think we're going to do a uh, gold launch as part of the giveaway. And uh, I'm going to do a special number for her. Let's go. All you guys got to do. Follow my Facebook page. Uh, follow Hermit Styles Facebook page for an entry. And then subscribe to UniX. You don't have to do all three. But if you do, you're going to get three entries towards that giveaway. So higher chance. I'm not sure how many will do yet. It'll be based on attendance. But uh Based off the last giveaway, I'm expecting it to be a resounding success. Awesome. Oh, man, I'm so hyped we get to do another one of these. I know everyone's stoked because I'm stoked. And the last time we did this was probably like our most hyped successful giveaway. People just eat this stuff up and bro, gold launch. Oh, baby. That's hype. Uh, we, we appreciate you doing this. The listeners do too. This is, this is going to be fun. And we will make sure to post the correct link for the giveaway 
this time. So make sure and keep your eyes out for that. I'll post it. Hermit Style, UniX will all post it. Make sure everything's synced up and uh, do a really cool giveaway for you guys. Yep. Yep. We'll do it all uh, all live on YouTube. And if you if enough of you follow Hermit Style, I think Jimmy was talking about cosplaying as a Dragon Ball character. Maybe <laughs> even launch if you get lucky. Oh, so man. We'll see. Chris is funny. Chris is Chris is funny. <laughs> I, I would I would be TN. I could I could pull it off. I can draw an eye on my head. Well, so what are you trying to say about me, man? <laughs> hey, I mean you're not the worst looking guy. <laughs> oh shit. You know it's funny. I actually one time, not Dragon Ball. Hey, have you ever watched One Punch Man? Yes. Okay. Actually. So my band, uh, for a while, for probably like three or four shows in a row, we opened by covering the one punch man intro. <laughs> Not the whole nice. thing, but just like the first part. We would like yell one punch and like do the whole little dun 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 dun. And uh I I did say I really put thought into this. I was going to cosplay as Saitama and I was just gonna just completely shave my head and like straight bald get the whole like yellow suit the Rick like everything uh never did it but I, I did come very close so it was a joke that started to become very real to where we were looking up how to make it l- myself look as close to the real Saitama as possible so <laughs> anything can happen <laughs> if it's funny because the only reason I didn't do that, like when it very first came out, was because I didn't want to shave my beard. That's pretty much it. Oh, yeah, that, that can be a deal breaker. <laughs> right. All right, man. Well, um, we're going to start wrapping this up, move to the next segment of the podcast. But is there uh, any any last things that you wanted to talk about? Any shout outs you want to give? Anything at all? Just, uh, I just want to shout out some of the my friends who have really helped me along the way and uh, supported me. That being Peter Luong. Seriously, he just started off as a one of my earliest customers, and we just became best friends. And now he helps me figure out all of that, what looks good and not. And then my friend Joshua, or Josh, actually, it's better to say, um, he's one of my Wahoo friends, so we play test a lot and. He, again, has just supported me ever since the beginning. And then Travis Menza, he is my first employee for Spiral Mario Graphics. He's been doing a good job. So those three guys have really helped. And then uh, UniX, DBS, still a great YouTube channel. Like, seems like the quality content isn't quite out there. And you already know the other quality content is where we're talking on right now, Hermit Style. So shout out to all you guys. Awesome, bro. Well, thank you. We appreciate you coming on. You know, you're always welcome on here. Um, and guys, get on it. This is probably, this is, has to be one of the easiest giveaways. Literally all you have to do, jump on Facebook, like and follow Spiral Maui, like and follow us, which, come on, are you really not liking and following us yet? <laughs> Take the screenshot, right. send it to me. If If you were already, it doesn't matter. Just post a screenshot to show that you have liked and followed us. And then of course, subscribe to UniX DBS. We will make sure all the links are in the description below. Chris, 
this was great, man. We have to do this again soon. Definitely. And aloha, you guys. That's goodbye, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) All right, man. Talk to you later. All right, guys. Well, I actually have to run because I have a meeting I have to jump into. But this was a this is a two hour podcast. (laughs) This was a long one. This was a long one. But we had a lot to catch up on. It's been a while uh, since we've had a full on episode with just us two. No guests, no special things going on. Just kind of a good discussion. So hopefully you all enjoyed it. and yeah, we'll every Monday now we'll be back on. We'll be recording on the weekends, so we'll have some normalcy back. But um, we'll make sure we hit Monaco's delivery service and all that next week. But we really wanted to go in on the the state of the meta. So hopefully you all enjoyed, and we will see you next week. Yep, I'll be back on next week, guys. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm going to school every day. You got to